Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. All right, what is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Welcome into episode number 114 of Raiders Fan Radio. We are uh, we are fresh off a uh, a trip to uh the Senior Bowl. Uh-oh. I, I see an uh-oh in the in the chat. Please don't tell me that my audio was messed up. No, no, no. no okay. No, no. All right. So uh anyway, so uh we are fresh off a trip to the Senior Bowl and I have an incredible amount of content uh to get to you all uh this week. We had just some amazing stuff going this week, but 
I can't do this by myself. Don't do this journey through Raiders Fan Radio alone. So please welcome to the Southern Annex of the Murph Fan Cave Desk, the one and only Uncle Mosh. Hey, it's so good to be here. It says that we had a little bit of glitch when we first got started, but now we're back up and running. It said, uh, uh, Kevin said, lag chris Uh-oh. is saying just a little lag it might be because it's like six degrees outside and i don't know if the fiber of the internet gets frozen but if it does then maybe that's why i don't know i don't know uh i don't know but pirate says we're good so we'll just we'll just roll with it i i know i know i'm frozen <laughs> and I'm i got not- a numb foot I- <laughs> that's so cold my vans are not my vans are not cutting it i got a numb foot my that's what you get for wearing vans yeah, that's what I get for wearing yeah, vans yeah, when yeah, it's yeah, when, yeah. when it's all of like six degrees outside, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it is. It's it, of course our all of our friends, uh, my 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 homies in New Jersey where I am a member. You are a member. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they, you're kind they, of a big deal in New Jersey. Uh, they, yeah, they well, if you've looked at my waistline, I'm a big deal everywhere. <laughs> Uh, but no, man, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it was, it's high. It was a balmy 26 degrees here today. Balmy. Yeah. We, neither of us knew it got that cold in the South when we moved down. No, here. not at all. In fact, when I moved here, we were a quarter mile from the sun and yeah. now we're a quarter mile from, uh, Antarctica. Uh, the, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Polar Arctic. shift. The, uh, the, <laughs> you know, when it gets this cold, I keep saying to myself, where the hell is Al Gore? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Where's, where's, where's in, my global warming? He's, he's in uh, Carthage, Tennessee, <laughs> I believe. But uh, anyways, thank you for joining us here for episode number 114 of Raiders Fan Radio. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we got a ton of stuff to get to. I have a big uh, stack of paperwork here. We're just going to go through this. I'm going to take a deep breath. I've got a cup of coffee. I'm going oh, to methodically work our way through this thing because we have so much stuff to get to, and uh, I hope you all enjoy it. So, But first and foremost... Thank you, Uncle Mosh, for uh, for rejoining us here uh, in the fan cave after taking last week off uh, as I went down, as I mentioned, to the Senior Bowl. And uh, so the best way to support uh, Raiders Fan Radio now that we're back here in the fan cave, uh, please, and as always, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can check us out uh, at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave and uh, support us in that way by subscribing to that. Or you can find us on any podcast network like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. And speaking of Google, if you have an Android phone, you can download the Raiders Fan Radio, which is actually now the Murph's Fan Cave app you can download the murfs fan cave app that's m-u-r-f-s uh fan cave so uh so uh do that please and subscribe and support the show in that way and uh, most of the show today that we're going to get to uh we're going to give out respect at the top of the show we're going to talk about the significance of the number 114 we're going to talk all about the senior bowl we're going to talk a little bit about the draft we're going to hear all of your voicemails and your emails and then we're going to close it out with a segment that we like to call raiders in pop culture so thank you for joining us and uh here we go that was a lot of stuff all right boys and girls pay attention you got your old uncle mosh here with an update that's right i got some stuff for you take out a piece of paper a pencil a pen a heck use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway first off you need to like us on our fan page on facebook that's right go to facebook at raiders fan radio podcast don't forget about the twitter you know your old uncle mosh he twits now that's right Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders 
Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Uncle Mosh, don't forget we got to stare into the barrel of the camera once in a while and, and acknowledge that Raider Nation's out there and that Raider Nation's watching us. So okay, give thank me, you guys. put the camera on me. I'm doing it right now. Okay, go. Go. That's on you. I, I'm, oh, that's the microphone. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, I, I, I never was sure. <laughs> no, you got to look down switch. the barrel yeah, of the camera. Yeah, yeah, there you go. go. All right, okay. so thank you, Raider Nation, for joining us. We much appreciate you guys. Uh, all right, so at the top of the show, we always give out respect. We don't do shout-outs. We don't do props. Nothing wrong with those things. But here on Raiders Fan Radio, we like to give respect. So... Uh, the first person I'd like to give respect to this week is uh, the Bay Area News Group beat writer, uh, San Jose Mercury News, Matt Schneidman. Uh, not to give him a shout out or listen to me, not to give him respect just because he joined us uh, down at the Senior Bowl. But uh, Matt, you know, and he was very gracious with his time. And I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. But Matt was getting uh, petitioned by folks on Twitter to ask Gruden about this thing this last week with Derek Carr and the first take guys, Max Kellerman and, and Stephen A. Smith and whatnot. And uh, we're not going to get into much of that tonight. We'll get into a little bit, but it's been way covered. You, you guys have gotten all the opinions you need about it. You don't need to hear ours too. But the, the point that I would like to make on this, and the reason I want to give Matt respect, is that Matt was very – present in the press conferences with Gruden this week. In fact, some of the clips we're going to play today, you're going to hear Matt is the one that's setting up and asking the question. So anyway, so people were petitioning him on Twitter saying, can you please ask what John thinks of these idiots talking smack on ESPN? And what did Matt have to say was this. He wrote, Stephen A. and Max are just trolling at this point. They desperately want us to ask Gruden so they can yell about his response. That's all that will come out of us asking, I'm good. And nice. he didn't. And he didn't. Nice. And so bravo yeah. to Matt Schneidman. Absolutely. For not, you know, don't get hooked. Don't play in the mud. It, I thought he handled that brilliantly. Wow. And you know what? And that's what helps stories like this die is that you don't feed the trolls. So so kudos to you, Matt Schneidman. Uh, very, very well done, my friend. All right. That's great, yeah, man. That was, Good for him. Absolutely. So, uh, again, we'll, we got some calls on it and stuff, so we'll talk about it a little bit. But we're not going to, you know, we're, we're going to kind of intentionally avoid that story because it's just it was, ended up being a Stupid. bunch of nonsense. And, frankly, Derek probably shouldn't have dipped his toe in that water to begin with anyway. One of the first times he is kind of, I don't want to say, it's not like it matters if you disappoint me or not, right? But as a fan, I'm like, ah, come on, really? You have better stuff to do than to do. <laughs> you know, there's, a, there's an old, I'll just say this and then I'll leave it alone. You don't watch Game of Thrones. I watch Game of Thrones. One of the main characters, uh, uh, one of the Lannisters, like the head of the family, right? So think of it like the mob, like the, yeah. the, the head of the family, right? His, he, has, he has a great quote in the show, and he says, the lion does not concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Nice. You know? And that's the way I nice. look at this stuff. Like, Derek, go be a lion. You don't, got, don't worry about what the sheep are doing. You know what I mean? Go right, off. Right, go, right. Worry, go worry about playing football. But anyways, so all right. 
Uh, next up, I want to give respect to uh, a former Raider, Uncle Mosh, uh, uh, somebody that we lost uh, this last week. So Raider in peace to uh, former Raiders linebacker, Dwayne Benson. Uh, Dwayne Benson played for the Raiders uh, from 1967 to 1971. He wore the number 50. Um, and and Dwayne was the, uh, not only was he a, a football player, uh, an NFL player, but he was the executive director of the Minnesota Early Learning Foundation. Wow. Um, he was a cattle rancher, a legislator, uh, and a, a longtime resident of Minnesota, where he uh, served in the state senate from 1980 to 1994, including a stint as the Republican minority leader. And uh, he was quoted, or it was said about him in this quote, he had an uncanny uncanny ability to walk into any situation, any meeting, anywhere, and bring humility, compassion, and intelligence, and most of all, his humor. Uh, This is something that we should all strive for. Uh, So by all accounts, this was a good, good man. Uh, And again, a, a great player for the Raiders during his time. He was drafted by the Raiders, as I mentioned, in 67, uh, launched a nine-year NFL career that included playing in Super Bowl II, so that means he was a 1967 uh, AFL champion, Uh, and then he also went on to play for the Falcons and the Oilers before retiring in the 76 season. So we definitely want to give our respect to Dwayne Benson, uh, but something else very interesting, Mosh, you know there's always a twist with us. Always. Something very interesting about Dwayne Benson. Now, for those of you that are listening, you can't see, but for those of you on the YouTubes, I'm pulling my book down from the shelf behind me. The book is titled Badasses, and it's written by Peter Richmond. This came out, gosh, I don't know. I've had this thing a long time. You can see it's pretty worn out. I've read it a couple times now. Uh, I don't remember what year it came out. I guess I could flip to it and find out. But anyways, it's out there. You could find it. It's not that old. It's maybe 10 years old tops. Uh, look for the book Badasses, and it's a it's a, the legend of Snake, Fu, Dr. Death, and John Madden's Oakland Raiders. It's an absolutely phenomenal book. Well, when you turn to uh, page number 90 here, uh, and it talks about Phil Villapiano and the other linebackers and where they what they used to do during training camp right, back right. in the 70s. Well, that includes this one Dwayne Benson, the uh, uh, former Raider that, 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 again, just recently passed away. So why is uh, all this significant? Well, Foo is Phil's nickname. Sure. Dwayne's the one that gave him the nickname Foo. Oh, nice. Yeah, and the reason that he got the nickname Foo was one of the most Raider training camp stories ever. So okay. I'm going to read us. to you from the book. It says, uh, according to Benson, it was at the Bamboo Village, which is this bar they used to all party at. They went to bars? Yep. <laughs> yeah, once or twice. The Villa Piano got the nickname Foo. Foo's other nickname was Ginzo, a vague reference to his Italian uh, origin. <laughs> uh, but but uh, So, so uh, Dwayne Benson was trying to say Phil. Okay, but a quote, due to copious amounts of liquid refreshment, (laughs) the syllable came out slightly askew. So he was trying to say Phil, but he was saying Phil, Phil, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I've been that drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So and it's funny. And then then the last paragraph in this chapter, and it says they all had nicknames. King Arthur, Foo, Snake, Rooster, Boomer, Piggy, the Governor, the Hitman, Fog, Scrap Iron, Matzo Ball, Assassin Twos, <laughs> Javago Stump, Dr. Death, Ghost, Kick Him in the Head, Ted, Chicken Skin, Buckethead, Jethro, Augie Joe, and of course, Pinky. <laughs> 
<laughs> These guys are the best. Get this book. Oh. Badasses, legend. Uh, the, the Raiders of the 70s. It's, it's absolutely oh, that's amazing. So funny. And uh, Dwayne Benson was right up there in, in the middle of all that. So we want to definitely uh, give respect to, uh, to Dwayne and, uh, and, and Raider in peace. Raider in peace. Absolutely. Hey, so while, we're, while we were going over that, uh, Raider's voice jumped in there on the chat. And he said that today is our birthday. Oh, it's the Raiders' birthday, Raiders isn't birthday, it? That's January right. January 30th, 1960. That's a good point. You know what? I don't even have a thing. We have so much stuff to get to. We would have a nine-hour show, yeah. but I'm glad they brought that up because absolutely. That, happy very, birthday, very, very, Raiders. Yeah, happy birthday, Raiders. How, so how old is that? We don't do numbers. Uh, uh, we do as, numbers, but we hate math. They're not as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in 58? I was born in 58, yeah, yeah, 60, yeah. so the Raiders 60, are 50. So, so, well, no, they're... I was born Ooh, in December. It? They were born in January. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they're a year behind me. How's that for Nice. Numerology. I got one over on the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, happy birthday, Oakland Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That, is, that is too cool. That's cool. So cool. All right, so, uh, Mosh, we always like to name our episodes after a number or and draw some significance back to the... Hey, wait a minute. You're not going to go into math again, Army. No, okay, but I'm going to go into numerology. <laughs> numerology, we can handle. The, the The rest of us aren't ready for an algebra lesson. Okay, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that kind of math. No, this is going to be this is going to be good stuff. All right. So, uh, so speaking of foo, okay. Speaking of Phil Villapiano, um, so this is episode number 114 of Raiders Fan Radio. All Got right. It. Got it. So I'm one 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 four. All I'm right. Making notes. All right. So one one four backwards. I got it. Is four one one. All right. So Phil wore four one. Absolutely. All right. Well, his first interception. So four one one or four ones one. Right. 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 Okay. Come on. Come on. I got it. Are no, that's good. All right. So it was his first interception, and so here is uh, an audio clip of that first interception, uh, and it was a pick six. So we want to celebrate Phil Villapiano and. and, and it, the, the good thing about that is exactly what you were saying is that the ball was going in one direction. Phil picks it backwards, oh, going the other direction. You go, Mosh. Four, one, one. Oh, I'm all about numerology. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Play the video. Audio. The Rams' score was negated in spectacular fashion by Phil Villapiano, number 41, who intercepted and churned 83 yards for a touchdown. All season long, the Rams have been very up or very down. Last week, they were very down by 45-17. And for Phil Villapiano and his Oakland cohorts, it's Kansas City this week. Somehow, the Raiders don't seem worried. Wow, crazy. Let's hear from Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Uncle Mosh, for those of you joining us in the on the YouTube stream, I, I see a lot of you in the chat are talking about it's buffering. I apologize. I, I'm not sure what is going on with that, apparently. I mean, we, again, we're having crazy cold I, and icy I weather. So. I, I emailed a friend of mine, yeah. and he said that there's a lot of internet issues right now. Okay. And it, that's, it's, I mean, 
I don't know what else to blame it on. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I don't know what because we have we have fiber at the house here, so we got like nine hundred gigs up and down. So like, it's not a laggy kind of thing on our on our internet, and it must be something weather related. So I uh, apologize, guys, and, and and catch back up with us on the on the podcast. That that won't buffer. Mikey would you know. know. He would, he he would know who's behind it. Oh my, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of buffer, we get that a lot on the Mondays of Mikey Murph show. But anyways, all right. So let's go on, Mosh. Let's see. Uh, everyone's joined us here. Uh, y'all want to uh, hear about the Senior Bowl? I see you asking about it there. And uh, thank you. And and yeah, it was Mosh. It was an amazing experience. For those of you that that don't know, uh, we had an opportunity to attend this past Senior Bowl where the Raiders coached. Uh, the senior NCAA players, and uh, we, we were uh, credentialed media uh, to go down there to cover it for Merce Fan Cave. Uh, thank you to all of you that uh, support our show. And in fact, let me hit the chat real quick. Uh, Joseph Morales, uh, liberals are icky. <laughs> Watts Raider, Raider critique. Uh, Pirate nineteen seventy five. Raymond Chris Potts, uh, you know, sculling. I uh, see in there. Appreciate all of you, uh, uh, Kevin the Raider nerd. Appreciate all all of you supporting our show in the way that you do and because of that support because of the popularity of our show um we were able to to get credentialed to go down there and cover it for Merce fan cave and mosh i gotta tell you man it was one of the more surreal uh experiences i've ever had as a fan going to the senior bowl um it was not what i expected at all uh the environment the scenery the whole everything uh i I wish the only thing i regret is that we didn't have enough time um you know unfortunately you know not unfortunately we have jobs i want to say that i'm very grateful for my job absolutely but unfortunately we had prior commitments so i couldn't um spend the amount of time down there that I would have liked to have would have liked to have spent two, three, four days down there. Um, but because of life commitments, that's wasn't a possibility. So I got just one big, long, full day there really. Uh, And even in that, uh, the experiences that I was able to come away with were amazing. Next, we're going to go back. We're going to do this again. And next time you and I are going to go, you got to come with me because, and that was the other thing. I didn't feel like I got nearly enough, uh, of what I wanted to content wise, because I had to do everything by myself. So had, having you there with me would, would have been amazing. And we'll go down there and, and, and kick this thing's butt next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the two of us. So, well, was, and, and, and because you, you, you didn't necessarily, we didn't necessarily plan on you going down there the way we would have planned an event. So not like what we'll we're do doing it, for yeah. the draft or anything. So no, since yeah. I wasn't there, I've got some yeah. notes. I okay. got, I, so I got to know. Okay. So, you get down there. You've put in for your your credentials. You're 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 wearing the stuff. First of all, the fact that Reese's sponsors this dang thing, man. Yeah, and they're everywhere. And, and so there was just free candy everywhere. Everywhere. So they have like helmets. So there's like like full size helmets, right? And that like you know they're plastic. They're not real helmets. Right, right, right. But they're like serving dishes, right? So they have right. these helmets everywhere all over the registration desks and every every ah. table every everywhere and they're all full of reeses every single one did, of them so d- did you did you like did you wear a fanny pack that you filled <laughs> up you know, i could oh, there and was then, no picture of you in a fanny pack no and <laughs> then they uh, and then they have the uh uh and i have it on my notes here the the reeses uh the marketing team in fact cynthia from the reeses marketing team was so nice she came by the raiders fan radio table and they just have like these carts of candy and they just come by and they're like, would you like some Reese's? I'm like, yes, please. And they just throw, dump a bunch of stuff on your table. Wow. And I go, thank you. And they go, and can I just ask your name? I'm like, yeah, I'm Murph with Raiders Fan Well, thank you, Murph, for being here. Well, you're welcome. Here's some more candy. Like, it's, it, 
<laughs> it was really, really okay, cool. Okay, so you walk yeah. in. So it's really cool. Reese's has got everything set up, and and you had a table. So yeah. Raiders Fan Radio had its own booth right there on Radio Row. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Okay, so we go in from the uh, – so we enter in. You, you go in, you park in the garage, and then you enter in, and it's, it's at the Renaissance – the Marriott Renaissance down in Mobile, Alabama. So it's like the swank hotel of uh, in, in Alabama. And where you come in through the parking garage is like this second level, like ballroom lobby type area yeah. thing. Okay. When you first walk in radio row is the first thing you see. So like the second thing I saw when I came in from the parking garage after the bathrooms was the Broncos table and then our table. Nice. Yeah. So the way that it was set up the radio row. So it was like, yeah, the XM, the Sirius XM radio guys were in the front. Then the local Alabama station next to them. Then the Broncos guys. And when I say the Broncos guys, I mean like their flagship terrestrial radio station. I mean, this isn't some schmuck with a podcast like me. This is like, these are for real. Oh, this is their guys that do their games and these stuff. Are, yeah, this is like the Broncos guys. Like, wow. The, okay. So their table, then us, Okay. Then the Jaguars radio station, then the Bron- then the Browns radio station, then the Eagles, then Raiders Digital Media. And that was it. No so kidding. I'm literally that was it. I'm in the middle of all these like for real terrestrial radio shows. So like when we talk about, you know, uh, whatever the the ticket or whatever it is now, the the the, the one I always forget the one. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean? the, the, whatever it is in your market, the zone, the game, the yeah, whatever, yeah, right. Those types of things were there. I was the only podcast there. The other thing that was interesting, Mosh, I was the only Raiders related media audio media audio journalist there. There was no Bay Area radio at all no kidding none there was none and there wasn't any vegas radio there wasn't anything so there was no one so the raiders digital media guys some of them not the nicest people in the world by the way the raiders digital media guys when they would walk by like my booth like they would kind of almost like look down like who is that like what are you doing like because there was no other raiders coverage it was me and them like it was crazy it was great so Uh, they were looking at your candy (laughs) <laughs> I think they were looking at. I think they were and looking. And your Reese's. They were looking. Well, and, and so here's the other thing, too. So I didn't wear anything Raiders. Because, okay. And, and, and uh, Big Raider trucker Emiliano actually sent me a, a, a message during the week while I was down there. He's like, what's up, Murph? All these pictures of you and you're not wearing Raiders stuff. Well, it was kind of weird because I was down there to represent our show. Sure. Okay. But I'm still a fan. Like, I'm not trying to pretend like I'm some freaking polished media guy. Right, right, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, and I wanted to represent the fans and our fandom. But I'm also not the Raiders. Like, I can, I'll wear Raiders stuff now on our show. But people that are down there at this event wearing Raiders stuff are, are Raiders. Raiders. So they didn't go buy that. That stuff was issued yes, to them. Yes, that's coaches, that's scouts, that's the Raiders digital media people. So I didn't want to front. I didn't want people to think that's that I was smart thinking. trying yeah. to be like something I wasn't. So, and then the other thing is that all of our, a lot of our stuff says Raiders fan radio on it. Well, I also know enough this that there's been litigation against good friends of ours right, in right. this podcast game that have been bothered by the NFL because of their affili- their naming of their show. So I didn't want to wear anything that ah. said Raiders fan radio either. So I'm like, I'll just wear all black. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wore all black, and I and I bought this hat that I'm wearing now, this this Reese's Senior Bowl hat. And so so I was so. 
Okay, so I go in and then, so the so I see the radio row and I off and I see the Raiders digital booth. Sure. So I go down there and I'm starting to take pictures and stuff. And while I'm down there where they are, there's this room, like one of the meeting rooms off to the side, and it's loaded with people. Okay, and they're all watching film. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is like a coaches meeting or something. Okay. Right? Okay. So I I I kind of you know I'm. Hanging back, and I'm looking. And you got at your, your credential hanging around. Oh, your neck. oh, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing too. Seeing that laid out on uh, on the table, and like, and all your that lanyard, stuff. right? My lanyard your, your with my stuff lanyard, and all that. Night. Yeah, and with Murph fan camp. That was that was so cool. So yeah, I'm like uh, like in Wayne's World. I'm like going around like backstage, backstage, backstage. <laughs> like I'm showing everybody my stuff. Like yeah, I'm I'm, just, I'm okay to be here. You know, don't kick me out. And so uh, and so I'm looking in this room. Well, it's it's and and I'm looking at all the guys in there, and I'm like. Those are like some of those guys kind of look familiar. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, are they Niners coaches? I'm like, they were officials. All the oh. NFL officials were down there studying film. And so it was funny. So I'm kind of peeking in and I'm like, and then it kind of registered with me who they were. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's what these guys are officials. Did you see Ed Hockley? No, because he's retired now. Okay, so okay. See Ed Hockley. But I saw a lot of the other one. A lot of the other guys okay. that you would see on, on Sunday were in there. So I kind of meander off and walk walk off a little bit, and then I come, I start to come back, and because I'm like, I wanted to, I really wanted to, like, you know, maybe sneak my phone in there, take a picture. Sure. Whatever. They show at the door. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, I got, I got. Okay, so um, so that was the officials. All right, so the officials in Radio Row. Well, so then I go and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna kind of settle into my spot a little bit, right? Okay. So I settle in. Already, there's people walking by like crazy. So Albert Breer. Uh, you who worked for NFL Network a lo- uh, for a long, long time and ESPN and whatnot. I, he's walking by. Paul Gutierrez covers the Raiders. He's walking by again. Print media, not audio. Um, Joe Shad, uh, another former ESPN guy, is is, is walking by. Uh, Leon Searcy, uh, yeah, former offensive lineman. Nice. I see him. I see Drew Rosenhaus walk by right as i'm sitting there drew rosenhouse most famously uh to terrell owens's agent right, the guy, right, right. back when to did his sit-ups in his driveway if you guys remember all that stuff drew rosenhouse is his agent and so i see drew walk by and i see him and he kind of goes off into this lobby area and so i'm like all right i'm gonna go and kind of see what's going on over here so i get our stuff unpacked or whatever our radio stuff and so i go and i kind of meander over and i'm looking around and i'm just starting to like kind of take in all this stuff Mosh, there are scouts and players and agents everywhere. They're just all over the place covering this lobby area. And so, and there's like a technology booth, like for like, you know, helmet technology. There's a, um, you know, a supplements booth, almost like you would see at like a sales conference. There's like booth set up, right? Okay. So, uh, so, they're, so they're, they're, uh, all these things are set up. So I'm kind of like just kind of taking it all in and I see Drew standing there. So the only guy that was kind of like a flat jerk to me, besides the Titans coach, Mike Vrabel, uh, I'll tell you that one later, um, was Drew Rosenhaus. Because Drew, no yeah, Drew was the first person I really kind of recognized that was like, and just kind of hanging there. And so I kind of go over and I stand next to him. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do with myself. Right, like, I'm just right, like right. soaking up all this, you know, this, this scene, right? And so I look over and I go, I go, hey, Drew. And he kind of looks down his nose at me. He's like, hey. And I go, hey, man, I go, I'm just a fan. I go, I just wanted to say hi. I just recognized you. And he goes, oh, I'm here to meet a couple clients. Gone. I'm like, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, I see how this is going. Remind us not to get you on episode 115. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so Drew bails out. Well, then as soon as Drew bails out, here comes John Lynch. Right, so John Lynch is now the uh, you know former Tampa Bay sure. safety, uh, now the GM of the Niners. Right, so I see John Lynch, and I'm like, okay, I'm in the right spot because the whole thing 
I wanted to see Mayock and Gruden and our guys, right? Right. right. So I'm just I'm just trying to kind of figuring out where I where I need to be. So I'm standing there. So so here comes John. Uh, here comes John Lynch. So I kind of hang out. I watch him for a little bit. Rosenhaus ends up talking to him for a little while. Then I see John Dorsey, the GM of the Browns. Nice. I see him kind of coming over, and he comes over, talks to some people, and then I see him go off into this like dark room. And I I look, and on the side of it is a sign that says "credentialed media only." I'm like. That's me. So, <laughs> so, so I go follow John Dorsey into this room. You guys picture this. It's amazing. It's this big, giant ballroom, and it's got screens all over, like big screens, like 100-inch projection screens all the way around this thing, and there are pockets of scouts and GMs all studying film. You know how like you would go to like on a Disney World or whatever, and there's like a panel of things like around. Oh yeah, 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 like that in this dark or like a sports bar. Yes, exactly. And so I kind of sat there and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And so you know you can't like walk up and talk to people or anything, but it was just really cool the way they they had it set up. So that's and I posted all these pictures of all this stuff is on our Facebook. So go to our Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio and you can you can see all the. But it was really really cool. It's just neat to see how they kind of break down film and go through everything. So anyways, all right. So I walk back out. I see that. I walk back out. Well, then here come the Raiders, man. Here they start coming fast and furious. The first one I saw was wide receivers coach Josh Harper. So I'm, I'm kind of standing back over where I was before. And here comes Josh Harper. And I go, hey, Josh. And he goes, hey, man, how's it going? And he stops and he shakes my hand. No goes, way. Yeah, he stops and he kind of pauses and he goes, where do I know you from? And I go, you don't. I go, I'm just a podcaster. And he goes, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> like, Did you give him a card? No. Oh, that's uh, where no. I needed to be right there with See, you to this hand is where, the cards. I know. See, because I, I, I didn't get shelled, like completely like starstruck, but I a little bit. I, I kept forgetting like what I would, what I should say. Like you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Love to have you on the air. Yeah, exactly. Right. So there goes Josh Harper. So he walks by. Uh, then here comes Paul Gunther. Uh, in a hurry, uh, he's about five feet tall. Did uh, you slap him with a clipboard? <laughs> <laughs> I should have followed him to wherever it was he was going to eat because you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell he, uh, like, he was dropping Reese's wrappers <laughs> as he was running by you. <laughs> yeah. So so he walks by and I, and, and I go I go hey, I go hey coach and he stops and he goes hey man and uh, and so he just kept on walking like I could tell he was in a hurry so I didn't I didn't slow him down at all. Um, but then here came Mayock. And so nice. I, I go, I'm like, all right, right on. So, so Mayock comes walking by and I, and I go, I go, I go, I go, Hey Mike. And uh, so he looks up and he goes, Hey, I go, you don't remember me. I go, we met a long time ago. I said, I- I'm just a fan. I said, you know, uh, I said, but I do have a podcast, Mike. I'd love to have a couple minutes of your time. And he goes, um, and he kind of pointed at me and he's real friendly. And he goes, I'm doing media tomorrow. And at this point I thought I was going to chance to be there the right, next day. Right. So I was like, Hey, no problem at all. I go, I, I go, I appreciate talking to you then. I go, can I grab a picture though while, while we're here? And he goes, yeah. So I, I got my phone wow. and, and, and took a picture with, with Mayock. So that was pretty cool. All right. So then uh, uh, Rich Basakia came up the escalator and I, and I walked over cause I was going to kind of like kind of head him off a little bit, but he got met by somebody and they grabbed him and, and went off into the, and they had these other section of rooms set up where the coaches went back to interview players and it was no access. It was players and coaches. So it and was, that was business it. for them. Sure. It was business for them. So he got kind of taken off into that area. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to, to catch up with Basakia. Um, but then while I was standing over there, I saw Olsen come walking by. Okay. Olsen was the nicest guy out of everybody. No kidding. Absolutely. Super cool guy. Um, so Olsen comes walking by and I, I go, I go, I go, Hey coach. And he goes, Hey, 
I said, uh, my name's Murph. I said, I'm with uh, Raiders Fan Radio. I said, we're a fan-based podcast. And he goes, oh, cool. He goes, how'd you get the credential? And I go, oh. I go, well, I go, just really based on the popularity of our show. And he goes, wow, that's really awesome. He goes, so, like, we're, I'm trying to remember exact words. It basically was like, well, how popular are you kind of a thing? Like, or how, how many people listen to you, whatever it was. And I said, well, I said, we're heard in over 80 countries and all 50 states and whatnot. And he goes, man, he goes, that's really cool. I said, thanks. Really? Yeah. And, he go, and, and, and I, go, Thank, I go, can I grab a picture with you? And he goes, sure. Now, I'm the only one, I'm the only idiot in this whole building taking selfies. I'm the only guy. So no, what? I know. That's what I I'm that's like. That's a good thing I wasn't there because I'd have been having you guys pose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, you kneel, you touch, you lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, wedding photos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, coach, I think you blink. Can you, can yeah. you do that one again? Yeah. <laughs> Your meeting can wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was super nice. So he took a minute and, 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 and spoke to me. So that was really cool. So then, all right. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go kind of because I see, keep seeing people coming up from downstairs. So right. I, I go downstairs. Uh, so I, I kind of walk around a little bit, look around what's going on. Well, then here comes uh, Coach Buckner. Brentson Buckner is our new defensive line coach, uh, former defensive tackle for the Panthers and a whole bunch of other teams. And I had already watched practice and kind of seen how um, he was as a coach. He was he was amazing uh, on the field. And so uh, anyway, so I saw him, and so I went over and, and I and I stepped in behind him on the escalator, and I go, "Hey, coach!" I go, uh, uh, you know, my same <laughs> thing for same greeting for everyone. <laughs> Hey coach, and he goes, "Hey man," I go, "I go, hey, I go." Uh, first off, I go, "Welcome to Raiders," and I said, it, it, "You know, it looks like you're having a lot of fun out there." And he goes, "Man," he goes, "He goes, that's my element." He goes, "That's I just love." He goes, "Being out there with those kids," he goes, "That's just where I'm home." Nice. I said, "Man," I go, "That's really cool." I said, "Hey, when we get to the top of the steps, can I take a picture?" And he goes, "Sure." So we got to the top of the steps, and so I, I took a picture with, with with Coach Buckner. And so anyway, so last one here, and I know I'm getting a little little long here in the t- and uh, a little wordy. Uh, so I'm just kind of standing around again, and I, you know, of course, the golden goose was was Gruden. I wanted to see Coach Gruden, and, and I was getting a little discouraged because I thought, you know, that it was the morning had gotten on pretty long. I knew they had practice coming up, and uh, and and so I was I was worried or not worried, but I was thinking I wasn't going to get a chance to meet him. I figured he was off in that secluded area, and that was going to be it. Well, sure enough, man, I'm standing there, and out of the corner of my eye, I see him. Here comes Chucky. And no way. Uh, yeah, so here comes Ch- and so uh, so I see Co- and so I just kind of and, and I gave him the what's up. And a big smile, and he smiled, and he and he kept kind of walking right over to me, and I, I you he know, wasn't surrounded by a billion people or just anything, cruising cruising out of the restaurant by no himself. No kidding, yeah. And so uh, you know, so we put her in the old vice, man, and I gave him a big handshake, and I said, "Hey, coach," I said, "Really nice to meet you." I said, "I'm Murph with Raiders Fan Radio," and he's like, "Hey, all right, welcome, glad glad to see you here." I said, "Thank you, coach." I said, uh, uh, "You know, we do a podcast about the show and or about the, about about the team, whatever." And he goes, "Hey, he goes, hey, man," he goes, "We're gonna." We're going to get this thing back. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring this thing back around. And I said, yes, sir. I said, we have faith in you. I said, we trust you. And, uh, and he goes, he goes, cool. And I said, you know, can I grab a picture with you real quick while, while I got you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I got the phone out and I took the picture and he, and, uh, and I said, thank you again, coach. Appreciate it. And he goes, he goes, no problem, man, or whatever. Like, you know, I'm trying to remember everything. It was such a blur, sure. but basically he, he said, we're, we're, we're going to get this thing turned around. He said it twice. Wow. And, and, and all I could get good out was we love you. <laughs> like, we love you, coach. And so, uh, so that was it. So then he walked off. So, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this. Um, you know, it was just an amazing experience. You know, I overheard numerous player con- uh, conversations with scouts. 
Um, Jarrett Stidham from Auburn. I eavesdropped on him talking to one of the Eagles coaches okay. for a long time. Uh, that he was diagramming plays. I was just like bouncing around, just listening to all this stuff. Um, the Broncos table. Were yeah, how of, was that sitting right next to them? All right, they were one of the nicest groups of guys, and especially Steve Atwater. You know, no so, kidding. Yes, so Steve Atwater, as you guys know, was the safety for the for the Broncos for a long time. And, um, you know, and they were doing their segments and stuff and they got to a, yeah. a, a stopping point. And I, and I said, Hey Steve, I stood up and I said, uh, uh, I'm Murphy Raiders fan radio. And he goes, Oh, nice to meet you. I said, man, I said, man, I hated you when you played. I said, you used to just <laughs> kick our ass. I said, but I always, I always respect, respected the, uh, the, the level of play that you brought. And he goes, man, he goes, he goes, I appreciate that. He goes, you know, I always love going to Oakland and playing. I said, yeah, I bet you did because you kicked our ass for like 10 <laughs> years in a row. And, uh, you know, it's funny. And so uh, so he was super nice. We took a picture and stuff and chatted for a little bit. And uh, so I went back and looked at the at Atwater's record. Oh, no. When he played with the Raiders. So here's why he said he didn't say I always love going to play the Raiders. He said I love going to Oakland okay. to play. Okay. So Atwater was drafted in 1989. Right. From 1989 to 1994, when the Raiders were in Los Angeles, the Raiders were 11 and two against the Broncos. Wow! When we moved back to Oakland from 1995 to 2000, Atwater retired in 1999 from the Broncos. From 1995 to 2000, the Donkeys were 11 and one against us. Yeah, no wonder he used to love wow. to come to Oakland to play the Raiders. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of cool though because when you talk to people like that. And, and what did Franco say to Phil, you know, back when he brought him to the black hole? You know, they people are the guys that have played us. They loved going to Oakland, you know, yeah, even oh, though, they, yeah, even yeah, though yeah, that yeah. they were, you know, that just that that whole vibe of it, man. That's yeah. crazy. So that's it was crazy. it was. Yeah, it was. And so it, it was it was cool. It was an amazing experience. Thank you to Matt Schneiman and Alexis Stabler, who came by uh, our, our spot there on Radio Row. And, we did and, the and where can we hear those interviews? So that's on our latest episode. Uh, we put that up there as uh, episode number 113. And that's live from the Senior Bowl. So definitely check that out. And uh, we, we appreciate uh, uh, everybody. That, and, and, and all the Senior Bowl people were amazing. Jim Nagy. Uh, 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 Rob LaHockey, the guy that's the media director down there. Everybody was just incredibly gracious. And again, we're going to look forward to going back there again uh, next year, and we will have even a ton more. And so let's get into the actual Senior Bowl. So let's get into what it was. What did okay. it mean uh, in terms of the Raiders' involvement? What did it mean in terms of the players? So why did we go down there? What is Why is it important? Well, because the, the coaches had a hands-on experience with all of the players down there. And uh, just to give you an example of what that sounds like, first off, we're going to hear from our running's back running backs coach coach jamal singleton help them quarterbacks out protection wise slow that rush down for them let's get that jazz level up y'all quiet today y'all too quiet for me come on now get to do what you love man get to do what you love come on. show me them steps show it go through the motions with your hands now practice perfectly here we go punch 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 boom and here hey we ain't gonna punch like this Right, you gonna come and ah, oh, bring those something, drive with it, right? Come on, practice it slow. <laughs> eyes up, eyes up, get your eyes up, play with your eyes up. Don't look at the ground, you know where your feet are at. See, go, come on. I wanna see some feet and eyes, come on. Good, good, good. See, go. Good, good. 
We said we wanted to be better today than we were yesterday. There's ample clips that I can pull up of things we did bad yesterday, got cleaned up today, right? It's all about getting better. We worked. Keep putting good stuff on tape. All right, so there's Coach Jamal Singleton. Man, he's awesome. So you, you can kind of hear the rattling in there. He's got this – they had this really cool coaching tool where they got a ball – and then it's got a like a cable attached to it with a handle. And so the 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 running backs are hanging onto this ball and he's going like he's jerking it. Like th- th- that was great radio, by the way. I guess I gotta explain what I'm doing. <laughs> he's like jer- <laughs> he's like jerking on the handle, like, right, right, like right. trying to like rip this thing out of the out of the player's hand. So it's it's pretty cool, man. So, anyways, uh I didn't get a chance to meet with him. I saw him, another one I saw from afar and, and couldn't get to, but uh, but it was really cool. So uh so the coaches get this hands-on time with the kids, uh, w- with the players, and the players loved the Raiders coaches. That's a good job today, man. Really good job. Good job working together. Man, it's great. It's a great experience. I like the, the energy out here is great. And I think they really bring the best out of me. Um, I love being around these guys, these coaches, and they always push me to get better every day. So I'm enjoying myself. You know, it's, uh, it's fun. These guys know what they're talking about. And just, you know, the atmosphere and the situations that they, that they put us in, you know, it's one in a million. So we just have to go out there and play hard and do what we need to do. You know, we got a couple more days left. And we're ready to finish and get to this game. That's a blessing. Yeah, it's amazing. Dream come true, man. Man, I mean, you watching these coaches on TV, and now they're here coaching you. Yeah, so the 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 players responded so amazingly well to the Raiders coaches. You know that whole rhetoric that was thrown out early on about oh Gruden's not going to be able to relate to today's players. Bull. Poo, man, it, absolutely wrong. Don't don't believe that garbage, man. The kids absolutely loved. I keep calling them kids. I'm old enough now. I can call them that. Uh, you know, they absolutely responded amazingly well to the Raiders coaching staff, including John Gruden. Uh, for those of you that watched the game, you saw Gruden had helmet stickers and he was slapping them on their heads as they were making great plays. And uh, and you know, he was the kid. They were motivated by the coaches. They weren't. You know, his Gruden will. Tell tell you in his halftime speech at the game he didn't like it wasn't like some big strategic thing it wasn't he just told him go out there and just have pride in what you're doing and go out there and and, and play for something you know what i mean you, yeah, you have so yeah. much riding on this and and they responded to him so anyways it was it was really really cool to see the way that the the players responded to the coaches all right so um there was a lot of uh press that went on and I mentioned Mayock said that on day three he was going to do media, and I didn't have a chance to stay. Our plans, uh, our buddy Jeff was going to be down there with me. He wasn't able to make it, and I wasn't able to stay for that third day, so I had to get to, to head out of town. And they had a snafu with their week too, right? There was yeah, a they canceled, delay. They canceled practice the day yeah. that I was there. So the day that I was supposed to be at the stadium, they canceled it and moved it to an indoor facility. And nobody that was credentialed media could go. Only select me. There was like two or three beat writers. Well, basically, it was the NFL Network people. I gotcha. And like, and like the Raiders digital media guys and people like that were able to go. But the rest of us were not able to attend. So that's why I was at the hotel all day long. I just okay. kind of hung out there all day long. So anyway, so yeah, because of that, we weren't able to, uh, to do the... That's why I didn't get as much player stuff. Because that's where I was going to do the player stuff. Because the players were available after practice. But only in that outdoor facility sure at the indoor facility we didn't have access to the players so uh anyway so uh um but so mayock did press the next day and one of the things that came out and kudos again respect to our buddy matt schneidman uh he asked him the question about Derek carr 
And Mayock, flat out, for anybody out there that's talking about, oh, is Derek Carr going to be part of this team? The answer to that question is yes, and here's Mike Mayock telling you so. I remember when, when at your introduction, when I think I asked, you know, do you think Derek Carr is the, the future quarterback mm-hmm. here? That was going to be part of your investigation. Have you learned anything new about him in that month since and, and formulated an opinion on that topic? Yeah, I mean, look, I, <laughs> when you look at 32 teams in, in, in this league and there aren't 32 starting quarterbacks, yet we have one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. He can make every throw. Um, we've got to do a better job of protecting him and giving him weapons. He played with two rookie tackles last year. You know, we, we need to get more more speed on offense. We need to be more dynamic. Um, Derek Carr at this point is kind of the least of our problems. There you go. I love that. That, uh, puts, it, you, that puts it to rest. I know, right? Can you get any more explicit, uh, Mosh, than that? You know, I mean, jeez. That's – that's. I, what more can you say? <laughs> I, I mean, how many times do we got to hear it? We've heard it from Gruden now. We've heard it from Matt. I mean, how many times do we have to hear it, Mikey? <laughs> how many times? Yeah, Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback, Raider Nation. Uh, All right. All right, so uh, so also one more from Mayock. Uh, he talked about the importance of the scouts. Now, we heard some talk, you know, I don't know, a few months ago during the season about how there was starting to form up two – kind of groups of scouts. There was right. the Gruden scouts, and then there was the Reggie McKenzie scouts. Well, all of those scouts are on alert, and here's Mike Mayock again telling you so. Instead of question, I, th- I think they all know that they're being evaluated right now. Uh, look, the Oakland Raiders have been to one playoff in 16 years, and, I, and one of the, my original messages to the scouts when I came in was, let's be really honest where we're starting. You know, let's not sugarcoat it. Let's be honest about where we're starting. Because the only way we're going to get any better is if we define that and then define the process by how we're going to get better. So, to me, you're always looking to upgrade everywhere. Okay? So, these guys know they're on notice. They have new GMs in the building. I've got an awful lot of relationships over the years. And it's okay. I, I don't mind them being on edge a little bit. So, uh, pretty much, Mosh, everybody. It's this. There's not uh, anyone uh, – not not everyone is safe. Or what, how am I trying to say that? Everyone is, is – uh, uh, as on well, notice, we're all being evaluated, right? And so it doesn't matter who you are, uh, top to bottom of the organization, everyone's being evaluated. And so I think that's pretty cool. That's the first time that, we, that we've heard that uh, from Mayock. And I think that's a good thing. You know, there's a lot of scouts. That's the other thing I learned about going down there to this thing. There's a lot of scouts. There are so many people in Raider gear that I, and I'm, look, I, I'm pretty well versed on what, who's who and what's, you know what I mean? And what right, they look right. like and whatnot. There was tons of guys. I don't know who they were. I'm like, who is that guy? I'm like, that guy's. And I and I so badly wanted to go up to him and be like, hey, who are you? You want to be on a podcast? You know what I mean? But there are tons of them. So all these scouts, all these guys, they're all, you know, as as Mayock said, uh, they're they're all on notice. So uh, okay, so there's Mayock's, and then so Gruden did a lot of press, uh, obviously down there as well. Uh, you know, actually, let me back up. I have the entirety of the 30-minute press conference that Mayock did with the beat writers, right. which I would have been able to be a part of if I was there. I have that in its entirety. I didn't post it up because I didn't want to front again and make it seem like we were there when we weren't. But I have that. If you guys are interested in it, somebody let me know. And if there's enough interest, I'll put it up maybe on like our YouTube or something like that. But we have that the entirety of, of, of his conference, which is lengthy. Um, but anyway, so Gruden did a bunch of press as well. And uh, there were a handful of things that were significant that came out of his press conferences. Uh, the first one I have for you here is interesting because this is the first time he refers to 
what his actions have been with the Raiders to this point is any kind of a rebuild. He refers to it as a reset. Oh, nice. Struggle to win games. That was hard. It's not not easy to, to, to lose. And uh, I think that's the hardest part of this reset. Uh, it's also uh, exciting to have an opportunity to work with a group of guys that are fully committed to bringing the Raiders back. All right, so I thought that was interesting that he refers to it as a, as a reset, and I think that's fair. I think that's a, a fair way to put it. You know what I mean? It's We all know it, right? So at least acknowledge it at least a little bit at this point. Uh, you mentioned Mikey. That'll make you know make Mikey happy that Gruden actually <laughs> acknowledged the fact that they're redoing something. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. All right. Uh, okay, so next up, the other one, another big soundbite that came out this week from Coach was he referred to uh, his evaluation of quarterbacks and their size. Uh, there was a handful of undersized quarterbacks in in the uh, in the Senior Bowl, like Trace McSorley from Penn State, and uh, Gruden was talking about how he viewed the quote undersized quarterbacks nowadays. That a lot until I saw uh, Drew Brees twice a year in Tampa, and then I met Russell Wilson coming out of NC State, and now I'm watching this kid Murray at Oklahoma, and I am putting away all the prototypes that I once had. You know, I used to have a prototype for hand size, uh, you know, height, arm length, all that stuff. Uh, we're looking for guys that can play and do a lot of different things, and they come in all shapes and sizes nowadays. You know, so a lot of people took that as, oh, man, they're going to draft Kyler Murray. Right, Derek right, Carr's right, on right, his way right. out. We're jet- no, that's not what he means. He's referring to, again, it's context at the Senior Bowl, talking about specifically S- yep, yep. those types of players. Yes, he's reevaluating because he sees other people go on to great levels of success at that size. So he's all he's saying is that, look, I got to reevaluate. That doesn't mean that Derek Carr's on his way out. Right, yeah, pump the right. brakes on that stuff, guys. <laughs> pump the brakes. All right, uh, so next up I got for you, I got Gruden talking about the significance of coaching at the Senior Bowl. Well, this is the fourth time that I've coached it, um, and it is an advantage, I think, because the pool of players every year is what it is. Sometimes it's a, it's a deeper pool. Sometimes it's not quite as deep. But you're going to get to learn 100 players and get some hands-on information that you couldn't get if you weren't coaching the game. So, you know, you, you might eliminate – four or five players from your thought process. Sometimes that's just as, as valuable as moving four or five guys up on your board. But you get a chance to see them behind the scenes, who really loves it, who really learns it, and who can really execute uh, a lot of football that you're putting in in a short period of time. So it'll be very beneficial to us. Well, Uncle Mosh, I want to ask you your, your opinion on this. So he Something that I thought, and this was an interesting takeaway for me and something that I didn't think about going into this, John is using this and, and the scouts and everybody else using this as an opportunity to evaluate players beyond just film. They're shaking hands. They're looking each other in the eyes. They're talking, they're sharing, you know, experiences. You as a longtime coach, how important is that? We hear about the, 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 you know, the way of like, Oh, you can't measure a guy's heart. You can't, how important is that? How, how, what differentiator does this give a guy like Gruden versus someone who's not coaching the senior bowl? You know, a lot of a lot of folks have a lot of issues with our quarterback. Okay, so ah, uh, he he checks down too much. He missed the ball. Blah 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 blah. You know, and then a lot of the apologists say, "Well, he's one of thirty-two. You know, he he's 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 done something right." But from a coaching perspective, 
what what Gruden's looking at is is if I tell a kid to do something and he can do it and he has the talent to do it, or maybe he doesn't have the talent to do it, but he's got the heart to try it and he's coachable and you can make him do A, B, or C, that's what they're looking for. So when when you can evaluate plays, you can evaluate film, you can evaluate, you can talk to somebody, but to be on the field and to say, I need you to do this and this under this kind of stress or this kind, I, I got to see how you react. That's that's where it, it, it comes alive for them. You know, okay. it's not in, in practice. You know, they're wearing the red shirts. You can't get hit, you know, or whatever, whatever. You know, the skill players go easy on them. But in a, in a game situation or in I mean, these guys are I, I guarantee they were going balls to the walls in in practices. Man. Oh, yeah. Because there, oh, yeah. there's a lot of eyeballs on them. Right. Absolutely. So it, it, the ability to be there and to say, let's make these. Here's your obstacle. Let's make the adjustment, you know, and if they can if they can can relate that to them and they can can pick up on it, man, that goes, that, that sends volumes, man. It says volumes of, of their football mentality. And we hear that phrase talked a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. they talk about, you know, I know you don't like him, but they talk about Pepe all the time. You know, he yeah. had, a, had a football brain, man. Yeah. Well. You know, and there's, and there's been a bunch of them that, you know, undersized, you know, quarterbacks all the time get talked about, you know, but they got a breeze. Breeze is one of those guys. Yeah. 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 You know, they got a football brain. They could, they can be, they can be coached up or, or be taught to make adjustments. You know, Um, it's crazy. So I don't think there's any better tool for the coach to actually be able to get hands on. That's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, I know in baseball, it's like, you know, let, let's get out there and, you know, a lot of coaches used to like to throw batting practice. You know? Oh, right, right, you right. Because uh-huh. let's, let me, let me see what he does if I, if I, if I brush him back from the plate. Does he <laughs> stay, you know what I mean? Yeah. How's he going to react? Right. You know, so it's the same kind of thing. How's he going to react if, 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 if in this, in this setup and, and he's, he knows what the defense is going to do, how's this guy going to react? If I tell him, I want you to cut in, juke out here and then, you know, do whatever is is he going to be able to do that? So it's I think it's imperative that they get there. I, that's a great opportunity for a coach to get down. And and I I think the coaches that don't want to do that and look at that as a chore, man, they're missing something. Absolutely. They're totally missing Absolutely. something. Absolutely, that's good stuff. That's good analysis there, Mosh. Appreciate that. Uh, and you know that kind of fits into my last clip here. Um, this is okay. You ready? You're going to get an exclusive. This is an absolute exclusive from Raiders Fan Radio from your buddies Murph and Mosh here in the Murph Fan Cave. So for those of you that are in the chat, Joseph Morales, Sam Acosta, Raider Critique, Watts Raider, White Stallion, uh, who else is in there? Uh, you guys, uh, did I say Watts Raider yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, you're going to get an exclusive, man. So this is um, from an event that happened post-practice before the game but post-practice on friday at the senior bowl there was a leadership summit uh it was ozzy newsome it was coach kyle shanahan of the niners it was john gruden it was a lot of people it was local people from from down there in mobile um but gruden and kyle shanahan at one point were on stage and they were discussing egos and personalities and leadership and whatnot in the organization our microphones were there and John Gruden dropped the bomb 
about one of our former players, one of our former Raiders. One of the top five names that shall not be said. Shall not be named. And so, again, you're going to hear that exclusively here on Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so first you're going to hear Kyle Shanahan, and then you're going to hear John Gruden. Everything isn't always the best team. Um, I found they just the best coaches. You don't necessarily try to get the number one receiver coach, the number one quarterback coach, the number one. That doesn't always work together. You try to get the best of everything, but they got to be the best together. And that's how you try to build a team. That's how you, how you build a staff. That's how you build a building. That um, individually, someone might be better than other, but what's the best team? And if you have too many alpha males trying to dominate a room, uh, you can't get anything done. Well, I think, uh, first of all, most of the players that we have have strong personalities. They were captains in high school. They were captains in college. They're decorated players. They've had a lot of success. And we're looking for players here in the senior bowl that have strong personalities. Now, it's our job as coaches to try to channel some of the personalities in the right way. And sometimes I think meeting with these guys privately, learning about them, what their message might be to the rest of the team, not only verbally, but non-verbally is important. But uh, take interest in them, <coughs> encourage them to be themselves, and help them manage their strong personalities, which is uh, a challenge sometimes. And if they can't manage it, we trade them to Dallas or something like that. <laughs> 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 Where do they trade him? They trade him to Dallas, Mosh. Here is latest draft. There's a draft. Today's our draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. The first draft. Look, I'm into a draft. He's going pro in the draft. You're going to the draft? Surefire first round draft pick. This draft looks solid. Good luck to the draft. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Another successful draft. Yeah. Shallow draft. Draft picks. It's my third draft. You only get drafted once. Well, it's draft day. Let's talk about the draft. This is going to be the worst draft yet. It's our draft. You drafted me in the first round. Number one draft choice. Signed a big contract. Excellent draft. Nash building. Nash building. Nash building. All right, Uncle Mosh, we got some draft news for you here update, on, update, on update, 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 update. So, uh, so the draft. Uh, we talked last week about how the, or last time we were together anyways, how they hadn't announced any locations. Right, right. We didn't know how you were going to get tickets. We only knew it was going to be in Nashville. That's all we knew. Well, now we can answer those questions. So as recently as today, um, it was announced uh, part, partially last night, and then today it was announced two major developments, okay? Number one, if you're coming to town for the Nashville draft, in order for you to get a ticket, all you got to do is download the app. 
That's it. They are free. So that means if you're coming to Nashville, you're going to be able to go to the 2019 NFL draft. So uh, there's there's uh, no info yet on the app itself. I haven't even downloaded it yet. But all you got to do is download this app and register it because you will have to go through security and whatnot. But basically, it's going to be wide open. The reason that it's going to be wide open is that the location of the majority of the draft is going to be on what's called Lower Broad here in Nashville. So Lower Broad is down by the river. It's at the end of Broadway, which is like the end of the the one of the big main drags right, right. Uh, here in Nashville. It's where when when Nashville has their um, when we have our uh, uh, our New Year's Eve celebration, that's where the big stage goes, where you see Keith Urban and whoever else play, and they have two hundred and fifty thousand people downtown to watch the concert. That's where this thing is at. So they're going to have plenty of room because the literally the entire downtown portion of the city is going to be closed off for the draft. So you're going to be able to go. So that's where it's at. So I'm going to read you the press release here. It says, uh, or at least the article in, uh, in the Tennessean, which is our, our newspaper here in middle Tennessee. So the NFL draft in Nashville will be more accessible to fans than any other draft in history. Not only will it be free to attend as it always has been, but the lottery system, which limited the number of fans to attend has been eliminated. Unlike previous drafts, it's going to be wide open access. Uh, it's free. There will be ample space. The venue will be sectioned off, and all attendees will need to pass through security. All attendees will download a ticket by using the NFL Draft Fan Mobile Pass app. A different ticket for each day is required. Nashville's top tourism executive for the first time issued details. Um, Let's see. The draft will take place primarily, as you know, 25th through the 27th of April at the lower Broadway uh, end of Broadway near the river. An enormous stage will be constructed at the intersection of First Avenue and Broadway, where players will emerge to hug Commissioner Roger Goodell and pose for photos after they are drafted. So this is all going to be outside. So. You know, in the spirit of Music City, as it should be, this is going to be a big, giant outdoor concert. Yeah. This is going to be freaking awesome. So if you're looking the direction this is facing, looking out across the river, the backdrop is going to be Nissan Stadium where the freaking Titans play. And in fact... As Jeff, the Titans fan, and I are, as we told you, are going to get out and do some kind of updates on what the draft is going to be and where it's going to be. I'll get you something soon of what it's going to look like. Right. Well, you guys will go stand there and do a video. Exactly. You'll be down there and you'll be able to, and and Murph and and Titans Jeff are going to be able to say, this is where the big screen is going to be. This is where the stage is going to be. This is where the people are going to be. And and so what I would encourage people to do, if you're planning on coming, Raider Nation, uh, even though it's going to be wide open like that, make your reservations now. There's a there, the, the, the potential for a lot going on downtown is is going to be there. They're they're talking about there could be a a, a Predators uh, a oh playoff. Gosh, game. Yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah. There's uh, there was something somebody else was going to be at Bridgestone Arena. There was a concert plan. There's going to be stuff. So there's going to be a lot of folks in town. But it's an awesome vibe. And it'll be it'll be fantastic to be there. But go ahead and make your plans, make your arrangements, make your your hotel rooms and stuff like that. Get that stuff squared away because you know you don't want to miss out. Absolutely. So uh, a couple of things then, uh, in, in in how it relates to our show and what we're doing. Um, 
we want to do a listener meetup. We want to at least do a live version of Raiders fan radio of some sort, whether there's sure. one of you show up or 50 of you, whatever we, we want it. We want to do that. Um, there is a place right down there where music city Raider nation meets up to watch their games. And I, we had already been in and been talking to those folks about doing a live stream from there. And is it's a great venue and it's right there in the middle of the draft. We're going to shoot for Saturday morning, or at least late morning, like maybe around 11 o'clock, something like that, to do our show. So that will be, what is that, the 27th? I don't have a calendar in front of me, but whatever whatever date that is. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me bring it up here so I can tell you. I hate looking up stuff during the show, but let's see. It's um, January, March, April. So that will be April, gosh darn it, April 27th. Okay, so April 27th, which is the last day of the draft, we're looking to have our listener meetup slash uh, live stream. Now, we may do other stuff prior to that on Thursday or even that Wednesday before, but our official one where we want to have you guys come and hang out with us, that will be on that and probably on that that Saturday mid-morning. So uh, that said, the place we were looking at is right down there where all this stuff right is. Right in the middle of it. But it's a 21 and over place. And I know a lot of people are bringing families and they're bringing their kids, and I, I don't want to limit access to us by our venue so i'm gonna look for a place maybe off site we have a dave and busters that's on the outskirts of town sure, sure. like i'm gonna i'm gonna go maybe talk to them about ha- hosting us for that so stay tuned that will all be coming mosh also has some connections with the chamber of commerce and whatnot so we're gonna we're gonna talk to uh, our folks that we know exactly and see what we can come up with but stay tuned on that so we don't know that but we do know about where it's going to be we know when it's going to be um and so it's just a matter of kind of figuring out now the logistics on our end for our show uh as we go forward so before we go before yeah. we move too far away okay tons and tons and tons of folks keep asking on the uh uh on the chat on the on the you know through emails and calls and everything while you were there did you hear any scuttlebutt anything at all about about where the raiders are going to play next year Absolutely not. No, that wasn't even Absol- brought up. Nobody Abs- said a word. Well, uh, the only person that had anything to say about it was I asked Matt Schneidman in our interview. So okay. you, can, you guys can go back and listen to it. Um, I asked him what he, what he thought, and it literally changes daily, and he doesn't know where he's going to work. Like, I mean, this is a guy that works and lives in the Bay Area covering the Raiders, and he doesn't, he's, he knows if they go to, uh, if they stay in California, he's going to continue to cover them. I heard him say, I listened to that, and I heard him say that he's he's not sure where he's going to have to relocate to. He yeah. does know he's going to probably end up in Vegas, you know, and, and you asked him about relocating but he there. Said, but, yeah, that's would be to all TBD, man. So, it's, but it's nobody crazy. else is. Now, isn't there supposed something supposed to happen next week? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. There's a deadline that the NFL has put on them to, to make the announcement, and they won't make it to steal any thunder from the Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right. So it will be after the Super Bowl is over. But, yeah, there's a deadline. I don't remember what the date was off the top of my head, but sometime in February, yeah, they, they, they put a deadline on the Raiders to, to make a decision. And, you know, it's I swear it's like every day, and I've asked people that are as connected as you can get, at least close to the organ. I don't even think the Raiders know. I don't think anybody truly knows where the team is going to play. Right. I think they have a handful of options and they're weighing those out. I know that, you know, look, um, you know, even, even the league will tell you that, you know, the Goodell or whoever, and Goodell spoke today. I didn't hear his press conference. I don't know if he addressed it or not, 
But, you know, they would want him to play at Levi's Stadium. But Mark Davis is adamant about not being a little brother to the freaking Niners, man. Yeah, I don't blame exactly. him. But you think about it, though, that really makes the most sense. You know, it makes the most sense. Matt Schneidman thinks they're going to go to AT&T. He said, or now it's Oracle Park, he, where the Giants play. Right. He thinks that's going to be the place, that, and, and it's literally turning your back on Oakland. I mean. Yeah, and because Gruden wants to play on dirt. And, and he said that, yeah. He said he wants to play on dirt. So, you know, I think if I had to bet on it, I would honestly, uh, and I've never anything but honest with my opinions, I would say they'll go back to Oakland. And if they don't go back to Oakland for one last year, then they go to, uh, they go to AT&T. I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a real pain in the butt for the team to keep offices in Alameda and play somewhere else. So, you know, going to San Diego is not that far but it's still a road trip. It's a road trip for every freaking game. And it doesn't matter where you go, if it, whether it's San Diego or you go to, 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 to you know, Sam Boyd Stadium in Vegas or San Antonio or wherever else, guys, it's a freaking road game. So they're going to want to stay in the Bay Area. So there's really three viable options in the Bay Area. It's Oakland, it's Levi's, and it's AT&T Park. Well, they don't want to play at Levi's. Mark Davis has said that. He doesn't want to do that. So that leaves you Oakland, and it leaves you AT and T. Or I keep calling yeah. AT and T. Now it's Oracle Park. It leaves you one of those two, and that's so. I really think it comes down to, you know, and, and so will cooler heads prevail? And Mark just say, you know what? I don't care if they're suing me or not. Here's seven million bucks. Play our last year in Oakland, and then we're out of here. Yeah, and we might know something by next Wednesday. We might know so something we know. by next week. Yeah. Okay, let's yep. move on. All right, one last thing, real quick. Let's hear from uh, Vice President of Events Mark Shapiro and his quick little rundown of the draft. Yeah, we're incredibly excited about the 2019 draft in Nashville. It was a long process to determine the ideal host city, and we think we found it in Nashville and feel even better about that as we start to dig into some of the plans and lay out what the draft is going to look like. It's going to probably be the most energetic uh, draft environment that we've had, just in terms of the energy that um, downtown Nashville already brings on every single day of the week. The thought of how um, the draft will help amplify that is really exciting. In a lot of ways, it's incredibly unrestricted um, in terms of being free, open to the public, both um, in the Nissan Stadium parking lots as well as down on Lower Broadway. A lot of different ways for fans to enjoy the draft. We need to think as we start to move these events um, around to different markets, the impact that the event can have on a club um, has been tremendous. Um, we've seen it over the last few years, whether it was in Chicago with the Bears uh, or Philadelphia with the Eagles, certainly um, Dallas with the Cowboys, and, and we expect the same for the, the Titans this year. Yeah, I think fans can expect an incredible energy level, um, activities for you no matter what type of fan you are, whether you're an avid fan who is excited to see every single pick your team makes, or if you're a more casual fan who wants to spend the day outside, uh, enjoy some free games and activities, uh, grab some food, listen to music, and, and kind of just enjoy the draft that way. So I think um, whatever type of fan you are, whatever team you're a fan of, there'll be something for you at the draft. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. Oh. <laughs> Uncle Mosh, I've uh, I've talked a lot on this episode. I feel like I've been nonstop. Diarrhea of the mouth since we started. Well, you uh, haven't you haven't gone on a rant about numbers, <laughs> so so our listeners haven't but, dropped off too bad. Okay, well yeah, good, yeah, yeah. well good. But uh, it's uh, it's it, here's a Nashville term for you. It's fixing to be your turn, <laughs> uh, Uncle Mosh. It's time for him to clock in because uh, 
after our first call from the capo, which is our first uh, message to the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, which is 909-345-3346, you can always call our show and leave us a voicemail. If we play your call three times, you become a made man, and the made man of the made men is our capo, and he is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Well, after that call, we got about 900 emails that Uncle Mosh is getting ready to read you. So uh, before we get to that, let's hear from Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, Aaron, your Q-Dog Raider, calling from the east side. Your capo has quite a bit to unpack this week. Uh, Mosh, Murph, Sonny, little, little Murph. <laughs> I bet he laughs at that. Over this past break, but let's get back to it. Hey, um, what's the deal with this uh, beef that I keep on hearing and reading about between Stephen A. Smith, my my, my paper Neo, and uh, <laughs> Derek Carr, our beloved number four quarterback? Look. I'm willing to go ahead and put up some bread in order to watch this UFC if Dana White can sanction the bout. I mean, I definitely got, you know, Derek Carr folding up my honorary bruh, even though I like to pull for the team. I don't think that, you know, he's built like that. And I'm like to see everything that Mike Mayock is bringing to the table. This guy, he weighs in last Friday, and I quote, um, I like our quarterback. I like the attitude, given all the Twitter banter back and forth. So for what it's worth, I mean, Mike Mayock is really paying dividends. I'm going to tell you another thing that he did. Now, last week we know that the Senior Bowl went down, and our beloved coach, Chucky, took our North team to a very convincing victory. Now, that was good in and of itself, but the most important thing that came away from that weekend, albeit that uh, Josh Allen didn't compete, was that there was uh, an article written by Vic Tafer, and he outlined a chance meeting and dinner uh, had between uh, our coach Chucky and uh, – let me see, who was he talking to? Oh, Joe Siegel. Joe Siegel, whatever his name is, the super agent, the agent for uh, uh, the heartless wanted down there in uh, Dallas and then, of course uh, – the generational talent whose name we will not utter. But they were able to break bread and hash out a lot of the, the ill will and bad blood that has gone by since uh, some certain people didn't sign and others didn't perform in order to get these first-round picks that I am so salivating to get. But the thing is, they buried the hatchet. Now, call me crazy, but I think this is Mike Mayock doing his GM duties. The last GM, love him. Too bad, so sad that he's gone. But the thing is, there was no communication between Chucky and he who shall not be named, which is why he was ushered out of town. Mike Mayock, for some reason, has gotten through to Chucky that this is good for business moving forward, seeing as though this Seagull guy is going to represent so many of the outgoing seniors into the draft. It's just good business. Kudos to that. Now, there's something else I wanted to get to, and I'll probably get cut off, so we may have to run this call on. But... A lot of the reason why the, the, the Raiders did so pitifully last year had to do with red zone conversions and third down conversions. Last year in 2018, we were damn near at the bottom of the league with 37.1 and 53.5% respectively. Now, if you look at the team that won the division, the mustard, mayo, and ketchup clad team that claims to be a kingdom, although we all know that it's a chiefdom. They were very productive, which is why they won the division and actually went to the very final game of the AFC Championship. Let me talk about what they did in order to succeed. They converted 47.2% of their third downs and scored 71.8% in the red zone, whether it be touchdowns or field goals. We pale by comparison. If we shore that up and get a linebacking core, I think, you know, we will be able to to be in the hunt in 2019 in order to make the playoffs. It ain't hard. It ain't rocket science. Now, we've got over 70 
million dollars in order to spend. Let's spend it. And getting back to Siegel, I've come to find out that Siegel is representing Josh Allen, the all-world senior linebacker coming out of the University of Kentucky. Hmm, Chucky Smart, Mayock Smart. No wonder they sat down and had dinner with this guy. We need to get Josh Allen. Siegel's the way to make it happen. That's all I got for this week. Oh, what am I thinking about? The hit list, the entire linebacking core. This call is dedicated to the cute automated Apple voice uh, chick. I don't know who this uh, person is, but uh, my goodness, she sounds sexy. She can get it. Rue, y'all. <laughs> he's out of control he's the best. i love it he's the best so great call as always amazing stats in there and 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 i'm with him as usual something interesting though so i uh that meeting that he's referring to did go down during the senior bowl uh he's he's absolutely dead on on that and something that's interesting that came out of that meeting so so they sat down and had dinner with with joel siegel and uh, per The Athletic, who our buddy Ted Wynn, uh, you can hear my interview with Ted uh, just a little bit ago, but per The Athletic, who Ted works for, um, it says in an article uh, on their site, at some point uh, during dinner, uh, Siegel picks up his phone. Now, Joel Siegel, as Q-Dog mentioned, the representative for Amari Cooper and for Cleo Mack, picks up his phone, dials a number, and hands it to John Gruden. It was Khalil Mack. The two chatted for a while. Gruden congratulated him on a great season. Mac wished him luck with this year's draft and good luck turning things around. Gruden hung up and said that was pretty cool. Well, so they didn't talk at all last season when, when Mac was hold, holding out. Uh, and then, of course, the Raiders traded him. Um, but they had an opportunity to have a conversation over dinner. And Q-Dog is absolutely right. They're making nice with the guy because I think Josh Allen is on their short list of players to be drafted. I don't know if he's going to make it to the Raiders at number four, but they're certainly doing the right thing to set themselves up to if they do draft him at number four. Look, the rookie contract's going to take care of itself, but when it comes time to to sign Josh Allen to a long-term deal, they've already got a relationship in place. And again, not only for Josh Allen, but numerous other players that that, uh, Joel Siegel may go on to represent that the Raiders are going to be in negotiations with. So great call, uh, as always, Aaron, and that's a really cool story to come out of Senior Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> all right murph all right your turn clock in uncle mosh oh my goodness i'm gonna lean back here and watch you work well uh, like the, so what's new right <laughs> the cameras don't show what i do around here <laughs> <laughs> everybody always asks me they I, was go, gonna, I was gonna make a joke about dropping trowel but i'll, I'll uh, say that oh yeah, don't don't tempt me <laughs> So uh, I, I get a lot. Of, I get a lot of folks will ask me, "Hey, wow, man, Raider, Raider, the fan cave is amazing. You guys' studio is outstanding, and and uh, uh, you know it's it's so cool." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Well, Uncle Mosh, what is your what does your fan cave look like? What's what's your uh, what's what, what what's it like in in, in Mosh world?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Uh, I have to explain to my wife that football isn't played with a bat. You know, there's <laughs> there's there's not a lot of fan cave. My my fan cavedom is here. My yeah, don't, my, absolutely. My, my absolutely. fan cave is here. So, all right. So anyway, first up, man, we got we got a ton of emails to get through. So I'm going to run through these. Uh, Running Bear was our first first uh, emailer, and he says, "Hey, Murph Mosh, I'm thinking about where our team sits before the draft. Right now, we got 50 players under contract." 
but several will likely be cut out of that 50. We also have 33 free agents on this team. So unless the perfect player for this team is sitting at number four, number 24, and number 27, we need to trade back and get more picks. We have too many needs to either stay at the spots or trade up. We should also look at trading our picks for known players as we need as many players as we can. We got to get the hits, not the misses. And the draft is very much a guessing game. Thanks for all you do. Salutations. And he says, you know, wonderful things about us. Um, This is the best place for us Raiders to hang out. So thank you for that, Ronnie Bear. We appreciate that so much. But he brings up a great point. You know, that. The draft is a guessing game. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, and we've talked about that. Do we trade up, you know? I mean, and it's nice to be able to have three number ones. And, you know, so which one of those are you going to trade if we're going to trade any of them? Yeah, you you package the two of them. I asked Matt if that was a possibility to package two and move up. And, you know, he was like, you know, it's kind of all on the table right now. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm with you, Masha. It's nice to have options. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Anytime you can have something to go back on, you know, you don't want to show your whole cards all all at once, and and it's it's a it's it's so fun when you think about it. that's just that's the dynamic of the draft, man. It's thirty two guys, thirty two guys, thirty two groups of guys that are that are playing chess. Yeah, it's a thirty two person chess game. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's all posturing even now. That's the other thing, too, I'll throw out there, too. You know, when you all, when you hear things get made mention of, whether it's Mayock or Gruden or anybody else, and they refer to a certain player or they refer to, you know, uh, trading a player, whatever it may be, a lot of that is posturing because they want people to think. The Raiders want you, the proverbial you out there, to think, that they might draft a quarterback at number four, or they might draft because they want other teams to want to move up to go get a quarterback or to go get a player. So they're going to drop these, these seeds to try to get people, right? They're going to try to drop. They're going to try to get people hook people into action. So it's a poker game or chess match. Like Mosh said, so don't buy into every little thing you hear because a lot of it's posturing, setting up the future moves. Sure. Sure. You bet. All right. So next up was uh, uh, Scotland's Dave love. And he writes in saying, first of all, belated happy new year to you and yours. I've heard all these Scottish imposters (laughs) (laughs) muscling in on the sea of fans and thought it was high time that Scotland's Dave Love reestablishes his position. You guys gave me the (laughs) moniker after all. So a couple of things he wanted to touch on. Today's the 21st of January. That's when we got this. Widely known, at least here in the UK, as Blue Monday. Okay. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Uh Uh-uh. It's called Blue Monday because it's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year after <laughs> Christmas festivities because they've, Christmas has become a distant memory and the credit card bills start arriving ah, today. yes. Well, not this year, Raider Nation. That's what he said. Oh, okay. All right. Uh. So first, the condiments get their just desserts overnight, UK time, and return to their rightful place out of the playoffs. And then the rumors are proven true that the silver and black are coming back to Blighty this autumn. Happy days. So he's, you know. Yeah, they're, 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 coming, they're headed yeah. to London again, playing, playing the Bears. So this past year was a tough one to take for Raiders fans, as it was for me personally for all sorts of reasons. I know he's not going to bore us with those. And he says, who knows what this next year will bring, but I'm choosing to believe the only way is up and the journey starts today. On a personal note, 
I, I know how glad I am, and many other fans are, that we discovered you guys. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Connecting with you and talking about my love for the Raiders on the show was a personal highlight for me and set against the tough 2018. It only made me realize how important my Raider fandom is in my life. So he goes on to thank us for what we do, and, and, and he wishes all the best to all of Raider Nation for the 2019 season. Wow. Awesome. I, you know, I just, 2019. Does that I trip just, you out? That just blows my mind. Yeah. It just blows my mind. In in next year, it, when we do 2020, are we going to have to have like Barbara Walters? Oh, clips? you know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hugh Downs and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and so, so uh, thank you to, to David for, for that for that email. Uh, you know, Scotland's David Love. Yeah, because we, uh, for before the London game, uh, we interviewed uh, David and, uh, and I said to him, I said, well, what can we promote for you? And I said, well, you know, where, where, you know, what, what, uh, what can I, you know, cause everybody's got a website sure, or sure. something. And he goes, I don't know. I don't know what. And I said, well, you're from Scotland. So you're going to be officially Scotland's David Love. Yeah. I said, you're going to represent the entire country. All of no Scotland. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mojo, Mojo, Mojo sent us a, uh, and we've Mojo, we've heard, you know, we, we love Mojo. He's always on here. And, 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 uh, Mojo says, uh, I've been quiet about what led me to the nation and my Raider fandom. Okay. But it's time. And he titles this Open Kimono. <laughs> so here's, as I read this, I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, so here's my story. I grew up in Charlotte, and we didn't have a team. I started rooting for the Panthers in 2002 to make my brother happy. When I moved to San Diego, my boys started school, and we watched the Chargers every weekend. Once that happened, the Panthers turned it around and made the playoffs. That started the legend of the Cantrell curse. That offseason, I saw Mark Davis, Kronk, and Dean Spanos on TV. Spanos was pissed he didn't get the L.A. slot, and I was furious. I decided that I would root for the most hated team in San Diego, the Raiders. Once I went to a Raiders game and felt the family and love from the nation, I was hooked. It was the fan experience I've always longed for. I took a lot of... Beep <laughs> for it now, but now I'm tattooed and I've been the nation for four years. There's no turning back and there's no desire to. Mojo Raider. Awesome, man. Right on, Moj. Absolutely. That's cool, man. You know, hey, fandom is only defined by your passion for the team. There's no length of service. You know what I mean? Right, there's no right. award for that. So uh, that's, that's awesome, man. And you know what? His first game was at San Diego, so his first Raider game was a home game. Absolutely. <laughs> So this next one comes in from one of my all-time favorite monikers. I just love this name. Lino the Full Metal Mexican. I love that. I just love it. Salutations, Raider Nation. I salute you, the listeners. The Capo, our made men and women. Uncle Mosh, Murph, much respect and greetings from Los Angeles, where everyone is a bandwagon Lambs fan. Nice, nice. (laughs) Anyhow, I'm writing to you guys because I need to get something off my chest. I enjoy the environment that you created, and I'm all for positive vibes and lifting the Raider Nation to unprecedented heights and sights. I go by the Full Metal Mexican, and I've popped in and out on the chat while you guys are live, but due to work demands, I'm not always able to come on live. I love the vision that is Al Davis. He took something and made it so that all colors and creeds could come together and work toward a common goal, a commitment to excellence. I get along with most people, however. Like so many of us, our passions go beyond the Raiders, and sometimes we lose focus on that. For example, I was in a heavy debate about conservatives and liberals, and someone who is a Raiders fan said, 
I was a sellout, fascist, and a fraud just because I have a different political view than theirs. For the record, I'm not right, nor am I left. I'm somewhere in the middle. My point is, Raider Nation, we can't always agree on everything, and to put someone down or our very own people just because we can't see eye to eye on issues... Looking at you, Mikey Raider, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Cough, cough, Coach Gruden. Doesn't mean we're not all part of Raider Nation. To close out this message, I know that some of our people are not in the same political spectrum, and we should keep political views and social issues out of football. God bless the Raider Nation, and I believe firmly that whatever happens in Vegas started all in Oakland. Sincerely, Lino, the full metal Mexican. You know what? Sometimes, Sometimes it's good to just come out there and say, man... Let's not forget. Let's not forget. This is about football. Yeah. You know, it's about football. Yeah. You know, uh, it's about football in the, in the in the community of fandom, you know what I mean? I'm and he he mentions the environment uh and and you know, I will tell you this when when we talked with Alexis Stabler down at the Senior Bowl, we ended up chatting for about another equal amount of time after the microphones got turned off. Uh, they're still, and I, and I wish I would have recorded the conversation further because she went on and talked about how she felt Gruden was uh, doing with the team and whatnot. But anyways, one of the things that she said is that she's like, well, what do, you, what do you think? And I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, there's, you know, you know, everybody that's here and running around. I said, it's just, it's for somebody like a fan. I go just a schmuck like me to be here. I said, I feel like a fish out of water. And she goes, you shouldn't feel that way. And I said, well, I said, I, I do. And I, and she goes, what you've, what you guys have built, the community of people that you built. She goes, that's really awesome. Like, wow. Yeah. I wasn't fishing for a compliment. I didn't bring yeah. up anything. The, her, her point was exactly what Lino said. And look, and she was very gracious in her comment about saying we built, we had built nothing. We flipped on some microphones and talked about our football team. You guys built this. Everybody that's in the chat are the ones that are that, that get together and have built and consist of the community of Raiders fans. And that is so freaking cool. And it's my favorite thing now about doing this. As much as I love doing the doing the show and talking about the team, the two things that I love most about this, hanging out with my uncle and the community that is now formed in our chat absolutely. and the feedback we get. It's, it's, that's what it's all about. So absolutely, yeah. Lino fantastic email my friend great job great job great job. all right so next up is kev kevin the raider uh, kev number two kev number oh, two. oh he, you're uh, you still uh you still picking, picking bones with him st- or are you still a little uh still a little red-butted about him <laughs> being in my chair man <laughs> hey fellas it's been a while sorry i haven't been in touch lately i started my own business and been flat out oh no, that's a different kev oh we got kevin the raider nerd audio Oh, my, 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 was that supposed to come after that one? Yeah. Oh, my bad. My so bad. Let's my go, bad. My well, bad. I, I put that in there to give you a break, but go ahead and do Kev from Scotland. Scott, Kev. Go ahead and do Kev okay, from Scotland. Okay, my bad. Go and do my that. Bad. Go okay, and do so that. So I'll yeah. do that, but then we'll, and then I'll get. And then, and then we'll go back, and then you can yell no, at Kevin the Raider. Nerd. Yeah, I was, I, I, okay, my bad. No, you're good. <sighs> but listening to the show where I can <laughs> is always the best out there. He, he it, you know, let me just stop right there. It's so weird for me to read when people send us accolades. I know you I know. skip over it a lot. I, I, I do. And, and for those of you that, that send emails and you say wonderful things about us, man, I, we appreciate these. We, I cut and paste them. You know, I, I got a little book here. And I, because and I, I love that, man. That, but it's just, it's, it's, I, I just don't want us to sound like we're blowing our own horns, you know? So anyway, that's, that's why yeah. sometimes I just, I skip over it when you say wonderful things about us. And, and, and 
mostly when you say them about me. Um, <laughs> There's more I, of that. Yeah, and the ones the ones that are always the best are the ones that start off, "Hey, Mosh and Murph." When they put my name in front of yours, it makes me. Oh really yeah, happy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. we were. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Especially once they go, hey, Uncle Mosh and that other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Uncle yeah. Mosh and that guy whose house you're at. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> who bought all this equipment? Anyway, so now that it's been announced that the Raiders are coming back to London in 2019, I want to know if you guys are considering making the trip. It'd be amazing if you guys and some of Raiders fans, radio listeners, could come over and we could get together. Stay, safe to say, the Silver and Black UK are already making plans for yet another huge year of events. Excuse me, for all of Raider Nation from all over the world. Not much to discuss about the Raiders just now other than the coaching changes and the fact that DC wants to join the UFC and beat up some media fools. He doesn't just say one media fool. He says some plural. <laughs> I've just listened to the episode and interviews from Mobile, Alabama. Great job, Murph. Love the photos you posted on the Facebook as well. One thing I want to ask you guys, I'm sure you made me a made man a couple of months back because I had called in and had two emails read out. Lately, though, you don't mention me on the list of made men. Have I been punted, guys? <laughs> really? LOL. Please say I haven't. You know I'd call in more, but those international call rates are horrendous. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be able to get back to turning it into the live podcast and joining the chat room again. Those guys are the best, and absolutely, they are the best. One other thing. I need a Raider name. Any suggestions? Maybe we could ask the listeners to give me a <laughs> to give me a cool ass Raider name. Speak to you soon, <laughs> fellas. Just win, Kev. Well, actually, Kev, we're pretty good about giving Raider names here, but that's that's a capo thing. So, Q Dog. Oh, there you go. Q Dog. There you I go. I know you're listening. You're on the chat. That's on you, baby. We got we to gotta come up with, he calls it, a cool-ass Raider name for Kev. That is cool. Awesome. Uh, right so on. So thank you, Kev, for that. And no, you haven't been kicked off of any list. No, you haven't <laughs> been kicked off the list. And frankly, I'm, I'm just, I'm, look, as, as much as I love you guys and, 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 the, and our made men, I've, I've, I lose track. I lose track. I, I, I got it. You got you the list, Mosh? You want me to read Please. it? Please. Yeah, give these guys the proper accolades because it's kind of a big deal. There's, these are the most loyal supporters of Raiders Fan Radio, and the whole reason we started this thing was to give uh, you know, respect to these guys, and dang it, I fall short. So hook them up, Mosh. All right. Made Men, Jimmy Z, Johnny and SD, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Ron in Alliance, Ohio, the Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Red in Yakima, Jim from the East Coast, Yayo, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear in Tulare, Mojo Raider, Junior in SD, Monster Mash Ken, Steve in Houston, Jesse in Kentucky, B-Dog in a Pasture, Max in San Diego, Eye Patch. Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Kev that we just heard from, and Alberto in L.A. Absolutely. Great. Thank you to the Made Men. You guys rock. Our show is nothing without you guys, and so absolutely you get nothing but respect for us, Kevin. Absolutely. No. And Kev, Q-Dog is on it. So he doesn't know it yet, but uh, I'm, I'm sure okay. he's listening. So Q-Dog, is, uh, Q-Dog, you're out there. Uh, Kevin, the cool ass Raider wants, actually, I think you just got it right. <laughs> that might be it. Thank you, Jonathan Rentiera. I see it written here. 
Kevin the cool ass Raider. I I think that's it. Or that's, or twenty four karat Kev. Yeah. Q dog. Oh, and, Q and, dog. And, and uh, oh, twenty four karat Kev. Oh, oh. that's cool. uh, we got to go with the capo. Uh, I mean, as much as Kevin the cool ass, that could be his moniker. Twenty four Kevin. Twenty four karat Kev the cool ass the Raider. Cool ass Raider. I like oh, it. Oh, let's mix it. I like okay, it. We'll this, mix it. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. well there it is. That's, that's, yeah, that's it. There it is. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, guys. Good job. Good job. All right. Uh, let's see. We got uh, one more. So you want an audio from you. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd's audio from oh, you. Oh, Kevin the Raider Nerd. I'm sorry. Back on that. Okay, here we go. And let's listen. Hey, Murph. Hey, Uncle Mosh. Hey, little Murph. This is Kevin the Raider Nerd. I uh, just want to say I'm looking forward to you guys bringing out your new show. Uh, this coming week here. Actually, I think you're recording it tonight. Uh, Murph, I just want to say I really, really enjoyed all your Senior Bowl picks and your updates. I'm really, really looking forward to that show you guys are going to do tonight, and I'm really, really excited about that. I uh, do have a question for you. Since you were in the action there, uh, did you come across any top rookie prospects that maybe weren't on the radar but now are? I'm kind of curious about that. Also, I want to do a shout-out to uh, Raider Beto. I uh, just want to say, bro, I got your back. Uh, I'm really glad that you called out my uh, my co-host uh, Kyle, who's the uh, Chiefs fan. Uh, I had a, I gave him a chance to kind of uh, maybe you know talk about that uh, statement that he made about LA fans, and he kind of backtracked a little bit on a recent episode of uh, of um, our NFL show, the uh, the End Zone, and uh, he kind of said uh, you know he wasn't really targeting Raider fans; he was just saying LA fans in general. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But anyway, his Chiefs lost, so. You can suck it. Uh, anyway, I wanted to also mention to you, Murph, you were talking about uh, 112, uh, episode 112, about the Raiders versus Jets game. When you were talking about that game, I realized I was actually in New York at the time listening to that on the radio while I was driving from, I think, LaGuardia Airport to New Jersey, and I was going through Manhattan, and I was stuck in traffic, and I was in a rental car. I was there on business, and I was listening to that game live. And uh, I remember I was going, go Raiders, and I can hear the uh, game being played in other cars around me because I think it was a big deal or something. But, man, that brought back a lot of memories. Uh, anyway, Murph, I uh, just want to say you guys are doing a great job there. One last thing, I just want to give a shout-out to Raiders Pop Culture. Uh, I did want to mention that uh, a couple of my favorite movies have some Raider call-outs in it, uh, one of them being Goonies. Uh, Sloth, of course, played Matuzak, is wearing a Raider shirt in the first half of the film before he puts on the super shirt, Superman shirt, but there is a Raiders logo on his shirt. And also, one of my favorite movies of all time and guilty pleasure is Demolition Man. Uh, about 16 minutes into the movie, Sandra Bullock's character, Lelina Huxley, is in her office, and she's a huge, like, 20th century pop culture fan because it takes place in the future, and she actually has a Raider helmet there. Uh, sitting right behind her on her desk. So I just wanted to give you, uh, let you guys know about that. Anyway, keep up with the good work. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys do the live stream on YouTube. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Great call, Kev, as always. And, uh, yeah, uh, so a couple of things here. I didn't, I've seen Demolition Man. It's been a long time. But I'm going to go back and I'll find that, that scene and we'll have that one uh, 
definitely featured on on one of our our Raiders in pop culture. And uh, I know LA fan is definitely glad that uh, you took their back and and uh, and, and kind of walked Kyle back from his statement about uh, about because there is a big difference between LA sports fan and LA Raider fan. There is Absolutely. a big big difference. And uh, so in terms of players, so. Uh, let me throw a few players at you. Uh, I avoided talking about players earlier because uh, I knew that Kevin's call was coming up and and, and asking about this. And, and look, I was telling Mosh before the show, I mean, I could do an entire episode on what I saw or what I heard. Um, you know, look, I'm not a breaker down of film. I know enough about mechanics to be dangerous. But when it, in terms of breaking down players specifically, uh, I'm, I'm not your guy for that. But I can report to you on buzz. And there are a handful of players that had a lot of buzz that I overheard scouts talking about, overheard reporters talking about. And so I'm going to throw a few of those at you. So he asked for sleepers. So here's some sleepers for you. Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver out of Ohio State. Uh, Terry McLaurin was known mainly as a special teamer balled out in the game uh we mentioned about how the the coaches were slapping raider stickers on players right mclaurin got three of them wow so look for a player like him to, we need a white out so look for a player like him to be maybe taken in later rounds boston college guard chris lindstrom now we don't have a glaring need at guard but this guy is the epitome of a gruden grinder this is the guy that will make a block on a running play take out some fool in front of him and then go find another guy and take him out nice. too. like he's that kind of a guy that completely downhill kind of a road grader type guard um didn't hear a lot about him during the week but during the game really really stood out uh and then two more for you safety nazir adderley out of delaware this kid is an absolute stud um just a rock star now granted he's a safety from a small school you could draw comparisons back to obi melifonwu but he's an absolute freak and and looks like he's going to be a, a legit safety in the league and then last for you is a temple cornerback named rock yasin by far the best name at oh, the, yeah, at the, at yeah, the yeah. senior bowl but rock yasin the fastest player there um I posted some pictures. They had these boards. I forgot to mention this earlier. They had these boards all over the place, these video boards that had like measurables from the players, like fastest sustained speed, ball metrics, oh, like, nice. like 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 sixty six mile an hour velocity to the to their to their to the you know quarterbacks throwing the football, whatnot. Well, Rocky Sin had the fastest sustained speed uh, of any of the players or certainly of the defensive backs and so look for him uh, to be somebody that the Raiders might target in, in a later round there so so there's just a few names at you I've got a lot lot more and if you guys want to hit me up for any of that stuff offline I'll be glad to share it and I'll probably share more and more as we go on over the next couple of weeks because again it's it's so much to throw out there uh, that I would hog up the entire episode I'm already hogging enough so much hit us with another email <laughs> so this one's from Ron <coughs> excuse me Hey guys, Ron here, longtime voicemailer, first time emailer. So, <laughs> <laughs> an official kickoff of the an show. An official kickoff of the show. He says, Murph, it was awesome to see you get to meet so many people in the organization at the Senior Bowl. Looks like you had a blast, and I'm looking forward to hearing about it. As I look at the Super Bowl, I'm faced with an inescapable conclusion. Let me preface this by saying I can't stand the Patriots. And I got a friend who bought and consumed Gronk Flakes. He watches <laughs> the 2000 draft every year because it gives him goosebumps. I don't like them. But if you look at the Super Bowl teams this year, one is built by spending big money to win. 
Now the other spreads money through the roster and is built to be a perennial contender. As best I can tell, the Raiders under Gruden are modeling the Patriots' management style. Where have I heard that before? So while I won't say I want the Patriots to win, I will say when we see the New England program as a whole, we're looking at the template Gruden is building from. I've heard that before. Lastly, I like many of the listeners to your show. I, like many of the listeners to your show, don't know how to use the three shells, but... <laughs> After watching the Pro Bowl trophy fall apart like <laughs> like wet Charmin, I know which of the three bowls discussed in this email to wipe my ass with. Just give these guys a bonus and <laughs> have them do the skills challenge. Have a great day, guys. Ron. Oh, man, Ron. Awesome. Ron awesome. nailed it. He's so funny, man. Great job on the email, Ron. Yeah, I'm with you, man. The Pro Bowl is just unwatchable. I actually watched the skills competition and enjoyed watching that. Uh, it reminded me of the old days when they used to do the QB challenge and sure. all that kind of stuff. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, in terms of the Super Bowl itself, uh, I'll, I'll be brief. I want to I like, uh, hear what your thoughts are, too, Mosh. Um, you know, as Raider fan, we're supposed to hate New England. Um, but look, I also hate L.A. And I, look, I don't hate L.A. Raider fan. We have a lot of Los Angeles Raider fans. I'm talking about from a sports perspective, growing up in the Bay Area. We hated the Dodgers. We hated the Dodgers. We hated the Lakers. We hated the Rams. We, hated, we didn't like Los Angeles teams, and it hurt our damn feelings when the Raiders moved to Los Angeles. It was a weird thing for mm -hmm. us. I've never liked the Rams. I've, in fact, I can't stand the Rams. Now, I can't stand... In the 60s, I liked Roman Gabriel and, and, and uh, 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 Jack Snow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, You're going over my head even with that. I know yeah. Roman Gabriel. Roman but... Gabriel was the quarterback. Jack Snow right. was the tight end. Oh, oh okay. And, and that was it. That was, okay. that was uh, all yeah. I had. You know, that was the only, uh, that was it. What was that? That was it. I had, no, I had nothing else. Nothing else. So, yeah. I mean, we got no ties to the Rams. We got no love for the Rams. So, no. you know, look, I think I could genuinely say, and, and, and I love Ron's point that, look, yes, we want the Patriots formula to work because guess what? It's our formula now, too. So we want to see that thing succeed. Uh, but I would say this might be the first time in I don't know how long. I don't think I genuinely have a rooting interest. I don't. I, I like. All right, whoever wins. All right, whoever loses. All right. I, I. There's. You know what I mean? Like I can't get out of my way to hate one or the other because I don't like either one of them. Really. I'm not going to go out of my way to talk about it on Monday. No. 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 Uh, no. And in fact, okay. we're going to do a Super Bowl show on Sunday, and guess who we're going to talk about? We're, it ain't going to be one of them. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Our Super Bowl show will not be about the Rams or the Pats. No, it'll be about the Raiders That's Super right. Bowl. Absolutely. All right. All right, Mike. Last one I got to okay. read here. Hey, right. fellas. Good to see you back in the cave. First, congratulations, Murph, on your Senior Bowl coverage. Matt Schneidman had some intriguing thoughts, and Alexa Stabler was inspirational. Let's hope she gets a Raider signed up. The playoffs are done. It was nice to see Kermit and the Chiefs <laughs> implode. Chiefs kingdom. Oh, please. Oh, scary. I can't call the Super Bowl score. If the Rams were playing anyone else, I think they'd be a shoo-in. But it's Belichick and Brady, and they seem to find a way to get things done most of the time. A, a few quick things to finish off. The most important decision this weekend is Coach Flores in the Hall of Fame vote. I agree. Uh, I'm crossing everything in hopes for him. Where are we playing next year? Nobody seems to be any the wiser. And finally, mock drafts, gathering pace. Does anybody know how many 
of the serious hopefuls are represented by Joe Siegel as it could have an impact on who we pick. We, I think we touched on that yeah, a little did, bit earlier. We did, we did, yeah. Love to Raider Nation. Love you guys. Thanks for your work and passion. Regards, Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi. All right, Paul. Great job on the email there, buddy. Yeah, uh, I think we kind of we hit on most of those things there. So, uh, and, we, and we're getting a little bit short on time. So I uh, appreciate the email, as always, my friend. Hope we answered your questions. And, uh, and if not, we're going to certainly follow up with a lot, lot more uh, coming on the draft. All right, let's get to some voicemails. First off, we'll hear from our buddy, Houston Raiders Steve. Hey, Murph Moss, this is Houston Raider Steve. I want to give you my perspective about this, uh, where the Raiders are going to play this year. Uh, I've been a season ticket holder in Oakland since 2012, and I said, I want to show my commitment to Mark Davis, Al Davis, City of Oakland, be a season ticket holder. I go to two or three games. The rest of them I used to give the charities up until recently, and then I sell the rest of the games. I stay in Oakland up until this last year. I spend money in Oakland. I'm always trying to promote the Oakland Raiders. Um, this whole thing about them moving has really got me really ticked off. You know, here I am making the commitment, flying out there, staying out there, you know, being all excited, save up my money to go out there for one or two games, possibly three, that I go to. You know, I'll be a fan when they go to Las Vegas. This whole thing, Mark Davis can make it really easy and just go ahead and play the last year in Oakland. I was at the owners' meetings um, back when uh, – they were thinking about going to Carson. I live in the Houston area. I saw Zenny Abraham there. He was telling us what's going on. Dr. Death was there, of course. Grizz was there, of course. And uh, this whole thing about this lawsuit, I, I don't think it's winnable. And so it's basically Mark being mad. You know, everybody, we got our hopes up on Facebook this week saying that they were going to meet this Friday. And then Mark said, you know, there's no way he's going to meet with these people. Well, you know, you really ticked off your season ticket holder base. We're, you know. Money that I've I've got to think. Okay, am I going to set aside money this this year for a season ticket? Going back and forth, talking to other people that are season ticket holders. I'm at a point right now where I don't give a rip where they play and everything. I'll still be a Raider fan. Always be a Raider fan. But you know what? This thing is worse than the Kardashians. How many husbands <laughs> did uh, Elizabeth Taylor have? You know, this whole thing is a joke. You know, there's a map. You know, all these places they're going to play. You know, San Antonio, Fresno. San Diego, and I'm thinking, if they play in San Diego, how are they going to deal with that about their season ticket holders? Where their season's going to be at San Diego? I'm at a point right now where I don't give a rip where they're playing. I've been, I've, all the games that I go to for the Raiders are always on away games. So I've got, it's, it's, so I feel sorry for the people in Oakland. They've been hosed twice now, and it just splits up the fan base. You know, do the right thing, Mark. Just play the last year in Oakland. Get it over with and be done with it. Uh, this drama has gone on way too long, and I'm sick of it. Great show, um, Murph and Moss. Like I said, I'll always be a Raider fan. Always have been since the Heidi game. And uh, I'm tired of the drama. This is a joke about them playing all their games over there at Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, let's divide up the fan base even more. This is, And then, of course, ESPN has just always got to talk about it because it's, it's a story. Bleeds it leads, like they used to say. Great show. God bless. Bye. Love your show. All right, thank you, Houston Raiders, Steve. Appreciate the uh, the call, as always, my friend. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's completely up in the air and where the Raiders are going to play next year. And uh, we'll just kind of stay tuned, and we might uh, know something as soon as next week. Interesting point that he made. Season ticket holders have been notified by uh, Raiders marketing to stay tuned. Literally, that was their message, that we don't know where you're going to what, – what what stadium your tickets are going to be good to go to uh, next year. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's next go to uh, our buddy Mojo. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's go to our next to our buddy Mojo. What's up, fellas? It's Mojo down in San Diego. Just called up on the recent episode, 112, uh, driving across the uh, 
beautiful Coronado Bridge, going to defend democracy this morning. Uh, just wanted to hit everybody up here, made men. A lot of chatter, a lot of talk. We got to make this a reality. Nashville, April 25th, man. I'm talking about Q. I'm talking about Big Raider Trucker. We're going to get that convoy going on. So we'll see y'all in a few months. Uh, Murph, props to you. Uh, love that you're going to be able to give, uh, the listeners and, and, and us made men, a kind of a inside to the, uh, to the senior bowl. Uh, there's going to be a lot of dudes. Uh, I personally would like for you to focus on, uh, defensive players. I think, uh, the nation's with me on that. Look at those edge rushers. Uh, and for the love of God, hopefully we can get some attention on a linebacker, right? Do we not need a middle linebacker finally? Um, let's do that. I appreciate you. And, uh, just win, baby. Talk to you guys soon. All right, Mojo. I'm with you, buddy. We'd certainly need a middle linebacker and it's, it's time for the team to, you know, I got into a Twitter conversation with somebody the other day and they were, you know, they were like, oh, you know, the, the value of drafting an inside linebacker at that high in the draft, it doesn't work out and it doesn't fit the metric and blah, blah, blah. Look, I don't care what they do. As long as they do it, as long as they do something, as long as they address uh, the position with some sort of urgency, doesn't matter to me how in particular the, that they do it as long as they, they do do it. All right, something else about that call, uh, Uncle Mosh, was that uh, did you catch his, uh, his term in there? The song that he was referring to? No, I didn't. You didn't catch that? Uh-uh. He said, Convoy. Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Look, I'm old enough to remember the 1978 Chris Christopherson and, and Ali McGraw. That's right. They had the, uh, the, the movie Convoy, and there was a famous song that came out around Convoy. Now, I can't play the song because we'll get in trouble. I can tell you who sang it. Uh, it's go ahead with the name DB McCall DB McCall. Yeah. Well, I snipped out just a little bit of it and then I matched it up with Mojo. Mercy sakes alive. looks like we've got us a convoy. 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 <laughs> Great job there, Mojo. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at the draft, my friend. And uh, okay, Uncle Mosh, let's next up, let's go here from our buddy Yayo. Hey, what's up, Murph? Uncle Mosh, this is Yayo from Jersey. Man, I had to call in, and I can't get my maiden man card stripped from me. I listen all the time. I don't really listen to the live broadcast I do on YouTube because I saved the show for, for my work day the next day. I mean, I needed to, to help me get through the day. But. Yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know they're doing a great job listening all the time. And, um, yeah, I've seen something with my little man. My son, he's about to be seven. I feel like a proud dad, man. This little boy sits around on his tablet watching old Raider games. I'm talking about Rich Scannon, Super Bowl, old Raider games. Sits here and watches all of them, all the new ones. He's asking for nothing but Raider gear for his birthday next month. Yeah, I'm proud, man. Doing a good job, I must say. But um, keep up the good work, man. Go Raiders. 
All right. Nice. Thanks, Yale. Thanks, Yale. Absolutely. And uh, raise them right. Raise them Raiders. And uh, no, you're not going to lose your made man status. That was my mistake a couple weeks ago, even even (laughs) to even suggest it. So no, that uh, it's not going to go anywhere. All right, Uncle Mosh. Next up. So speaking of of uh, of made, we're going to hear from our buddy Mike Sen in Colorado. This is Mike's third call, so he is now officially a made man. Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Mike calling from Colorado. Uh, Third time caller. Trying to become a made man. Uh, finally came up with my Raider name as a hardcore Raider. I uh, just wanted to give a shout out. Thanks for interviewing me. Um, anybody hasn't seen it, please check it out. Uh, on December 27, 2018, uh, Murph interviewed me. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael Finn is the name and, uh, just had a good message for Raider Nation. So anyways, if you guys would be gracious enough, I'd like to read something. I wanted to wait till all the motions died down before I kind of left it out of the bag. So. I, uh, in 2014, we had I think it was Dennis Allen as our coach, and uh, it was really disappointing through all the years uh, with coaching and stuff. And so I uh, kind of went off the limb, looking like some crazy madman. I sent a, a message to John Gruden on Facebook and pretty much anybody that might be related to him. So <laughs> a few people I told I was pretty crazy for doing it. But uh, I just want to read Raider Nation what, what I wrote to John Gruden back in 2014. John Gruden. My name is Mike Sin. I met you at Glacier National Park in Montana in 2005. I tried not to draw attention because I wanted to be respectful, but I think I said something stupid like, I'm the biggest Raiders fan ever. (laughs) You said, yeah, I used to be too. I wanted to say more, but I was so nervous, I think I was shaking. I never had the chance to tell you my story, so I hope you'll read this. My dad was a diehard Raiders fan, and so am I. My dad died that year in 2005 from a horrific car accident. I went up to Glacier National Park when I saw you to drop off my dad's ashes there. It was very ironic how you happened to be there at the same time uh, at the spot I was going to put my dad's ashes. My dad and I loved you as our coach, and we always held on hope that you would return back to your home, away from home, the Raiders. After my dad died, I joined the Army as an infantryman. I deployed to Iraq once when my brother deployed three times. It's crazy the things we take for granted here, but being in, in, over in Iraq with my life on the line, Every day, football helped me feel at home and gave me help, hope and motivation when I needed it. So what does this have to do with you, Mr. Gruden? The last 10-plus years, the Raiders have gotten away from their image and what it means, really ever since you left or Al Davis making you leave. You took what it meant to be a Raider by the horns and embraced it instead of shying away from it. Please come back home to the Raider Nation. We need you. So, like, in that letter, I, I missed some of the unfinished business. Well, Gruden in his press conference said that he had unfinished business. How is it different from other teams to be a Raider, from, like, Randy Moss, Warren Sapp, like, all these guys who are big-ticket items who just did not produce on the Raiders. It is different to be a Raider. You know, I, I knew and know that John Gruden would embrace what it means to be a Raider, and that's what Raiders have gotten, players and stuff have gotten away from, and coaches have gotten away from for years and years, you know, I just feel like Gruden would bring that. Uh, we need a tough, hard-nosed coach that bleeds silver and black. Okay, guys that work hard, hard work pays off. I guarantee it. You know, I'm not a fan of Gruden because of his image or anything like that. It's because he's a fighter, and I saw the fight within the guy, and I have the same fight within me. That's why I wanted John Gruden back. Um, to stick up for the Raiders, the Raider players, uh, the organization, uh, somebody to embrace what it means to be a Raider. That's so much more important to me when I uh, have a coach that's going to have your back. And that's why I wanted John Gruden back and held on hope for 15 years fighting for this dude. But him and, and Mayock, man, I mean, that's a recipe for success down the road. I guarantee it. Guys that fight hard, 
and times will get better. I know they will. And uh, to all the haters that have been hating and jumping shit, man, you guys gotta, you're gonna be sorely sad that you did once we turn this ship around and we're going, we're sailing in the right direction. The ones that are sticking with us and supporting us and not hating, man, keep up the good fight, brothers. Well, there's only one nation under God, it's the Raider Nation, Raider Nation for life. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Love you guys. Bye. Wow, great call, man. Isn't that great, awesome? Yeah, not great call for your third call for your maiden man call. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, congratulations to uh, uh, to Mike for being a maiden man. Do you have the maid? You do. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh, you know why we hate Oh, that's the old one. That's the old one. I always, I always mix those things up. Let's see if it's uh, see if this one. There it is. You are a maiden man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, nice job, Mike in Colorado, and congratulations to you and to all the other made men. And uh, re thank you to uh, to Kev and his in his email uh, being made there. So uh, congratulations to you guys, and thank you as always for the support of uh, of Raiders Fan Radio. Uncle, okay, Uncle Mosh, we're going to close it out today. We have three uh, of the next four calls are brand new callers. So uh, first, let's go ahead and uh, let's hear from our our KG veteran, which is uh, so is. Alex in Tucson, and then we'll finish out with three brand new calls. Kamash, Murph, this is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Um, I'm here. I'm here at home right now watching the the Senior Bowl practices on NFL Network, and um, the analysts are talking with each other. And one of the questions was, was there a position group that um, you weren't too thrilled about coming into the Senior Bowl that that have actually like surprised you that that have you know changed your mind about them and come through and the answer was yes. Um, there has been a position group, and that would be the offensive line for the North. The North is the team that Coach Gruden is is coaching. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we took um, one or two more linemen early in the draft um, this year. Um, we have to protect Derek Carr. Um, our offensive line didn't do too good this year. You know, he got sacked a lot. Um, we need some guys. For the future, for Vegas, you know, um, who are going to protect their car. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really interesting. Let me know what you guys think. Anyways, have a good day. Bye bye. All right, Alex, great job, and thank you for calling the show. And, yeah, so here's a couple names for you. I mentioned Chris Lindstrom earlier. Uh, he is the guard from uh, uh, from Boston College. Also look for Dalton Reisner. Uh, he was another name uh, that came out from the North squad. And uh, there are a handful of others, but those are the two. Again, I mentioned I'm not a studier of film, but I can I can understand when there's buzz about players. Sure. And those were two of the guys. So certainly, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It goes back to 
to everything that you said as well. Uh, they, these guys, uh, the coaches had a chance to meet these guys in person, get a feel for them, what their character is like, and so certainly look for uh, for those uh, couple of names maybe later in the Raiders draft. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's go to, uh, I mentioned we had three new callers to the show, and our first one is Rev Raider. So welcome to Raiders Fan Radio, Rev. What's going on, Murph and Uncle Mosh? My name is Brent. I'm a first-time caller. I guess you could, um, a.k.a. me, Rev Raider. Rev is my old rap name. I've been a fan of your show for quite a while, sometime. This is my first time calling. And um, I just wanted to say uh, it was a nice weekend this weekend. Uh, the Kansas City chefs, they weren't chefing up anything this week against the Patriots, and I'm happy about that, you know. As far as chefing up anything, I say they weren't chefing up any sugar honey iced tea at all. Um, and I'm very happy about it. My dad was laughing at me. He was just like, why aren't you rooting for the the Chiefs to win? I was like, because I can't support that, me being a Raiders fan in the least bit. Amen. I was like, and I agree with uh, Murph. If you're rooting for the, uh, the Chiefs, you're doing it all wrong. Um, my dad's a Cowboys fan, you know. I told him I'm just a new, improved version of him. Nobody's perfect, you know. I just call his team the team that we unloaded that clown, Souflaki Snooper, snoozer, because he's food. Also, it was just also a crazy weekend with the playoffs, it seemed, because I know the feeling now that the Saints fans are going through because we had the no-tuck rule, and they just had a no-call at all. One of the worst no-calls I've ever seen those are just a couple of things that i wanted to say i enjoy the show you guys keep doing your thing i love it um and i could continue to support you guys have a good one awesome awesome call <laughs> thank you very much rev raider awesome job <laughs> two flocky snoozer <laughs> I love that handle. <laughs> that was the best, You're man. Welcome to the family, Welcome Rev. Welcome to the family, absolutely. All right, next up, let's go to our buddy. This, this name threw me at first. It's Viking Raider. Uh, so so if I think Viking, immediately I'm thinking football. Team right, right, Viking, right. But I'm so assuming he's like from, you know, whatever, the Great White North or something, or you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That, that type of a Viking, big horns and a big mustache and beard or something like that. Uncle Mosh, Murph, what's up? This is Love the this Viking guy. Raider. I'm here to tell you I need your guys' help. I'm stuck in the middle of ketchup and mustard land, middle of KC Chiefs country, and I don't know any Raiders fans. I need help. I need to find me some Raiders fans. My wife is a huge Chiefs fan. I can't handle it. I'm outnumbered, outgunned. I'm in trouble. I need Chiefs fans, or I need Raiders fans, not Chiefs fans. Help me out, guys, please. All right. <laughs> Viking Raiders stuck in the middle of ketchup and mustard land. I love it. Hey, KC Raider Nation, man. You Absolutely. can find them on Facebook. They are not hard to find. They are an awesome Raiders fan booster club. Just just go to Facebook, type in KC Raider Nation, and you'll find them. And also, I will pass this on to uh, to our buddy uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann and his crew at the Fan Club Blitz. Uh, those guys are the uh, absolute authority on booster clubs. They interview booster, Raiders booster clubs from all over the country and uh and I'm, I'm i'm i know for sure they went to a kc chiefs 
booster club right right but i think they've also had casey raider nation on their show already as well and so and i know we have talked to those folks also anyway find casey raider nation there are they are an awesome awesome booster club out there in the midwest in the middle of ketchup and mustard land <laughs> as, as he refers to it. okay so this last one uh james in arkansas now James has has been he's he sent us a bunch of emails before uh, we we've we've conversed with him through through social media and yes. stuff like that, um, and it, it's it's kind of we don't make we don't apologize for our folks and and we we as radio hosts podcast hosts whatever you want to call us you know we we poke fun at each other and we have a lot of we have a lot of you know we we do stuff you know yeah. and we when we we mess with your voices and stuff like that. Well, James was a little apprehensive on calling in because James is a vet and he sustained an injury. And, you know, and first, first and foremost, we applaud him and all of our vets. Absolutely. You know, we're, you know, we're all in that DD-214 class. And those of you that, that have served know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you know, we, uh, but he's got a speech impediment. So that's not something – this isn't like – you know, we, we've picked on some of the people that we're like, hey, you know, was that guy drinking or what? That's not like that. He just – he's – so to have the guts to call in yeah. to a radio show, man, this guy's got my utmost respect. I mean, that's a, it was a ballsy thing to do, and, and I applaud him, and I thank him for his service and, and, and all that. But he's – you know, to, to sustain an injury like he did and to still keep his Raider fandom and to have that, that – love for the, the nation and say, you know, I want to share it. So uh, we're going to hear from him. Absolutely. This is James in Arkansas. I was born at Raiders. Uh, saw my grandfather. Now it's, it's kind of funny. Two or three years ago, break out season, and everybody loved the Raiders. Everybody. And now everybody is hating on our team and few shows on YouTube is bashing Carr and Chucky and but I understand frustration losing season and that sucks I couldn't watch it this year sucked but I I was thinking if breakout season next year like twelve or thirteen wins and everybody will jump I told you. I told you, Carr is awesome. Chucky will be awesome. That's my point. Raider Nation or pick someone else. Bandwagon. <laughs> it's just Chucky will not leave. Ten years. Over $100 million. That's my point. Ten years. New head coach every year. New something. I am pissed off with Everyone trying to get out car or people wanted John Gruden. Chucky, me too. All of a sudden, he needs to move. That pisses me off. Chucky and car will work. Everybody is just uh, running for the hills or whatever. Come on. Stop all that hate and it will be fine couple of years, the Raiders will be the powerhouse. You remember Big Bass? I was sitting in basic training, and 
I heard the Raiders picked first round kicker and I thought, what the hell? My grandfather <laughs> called me and everybody was losing their minds. But Al Davis was a smart man. That's why I don't care if haters like Steve A. Smith or whatever, everything will work out. That's why I'm getting pissed for the Raiders will stand up a couple of beers, will be great again. I was thinking that and this, but it's all good. Everything will work out. Bye. All right, James, appreciate the phone call. James in Arkansas, great job, my man. Call us back. Continue to call us, man, and and uh, and we will always uh, be glad to play your calls. And uh, and and I echo everything that that Uncle Mosh said earlier. And Uncle Mosh, very well, well done. And thank you for that. So, as, in terms of his call, uh, I'm with him, man. If if, if you know if. if I've I've said this a few times about the, the the critics of the team. If you hate where the team plays, you hate the coach, you hate the owner, you hate the, the quarterback, you hate the GM. Yet, like, well, then who are you rooting for? NASCAR. Like, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, at what point do you just say, "All right, well, what are you a fan of then?" Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like, you're a fan of the the, the colors and the logo. Well, I mean, like, uh. th- th- just leave it alone, man. If everything sucks, then come on, I'm with you, James. I- I'm totally with you there. Okay, so it's time to award the Sizzler. 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 All right, so we had some great calls. But little did I know that Houston Steve was an owner. He was at the owners' <laughs> meeting. And he brought up I mean, how do you go from the owners' meeting to bringing up the Kardashians and Liz Taylor? Man. That's the first time Liz Taylor's ever been brought up on our show. <laughs> Loved him. Uh convoy. Convoy's call produced a soundbite. That was amazing. And, of course, our our buddy there, James in Arkansas, uh, uh, Viking Raider, his first call stuck in ketchup and mustard land with a a wife, uh, uh, two flockies. The Froggy Snooker was the best. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a, that's uh, our sound bite at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Sure. And then, yeah. of course, uh, 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 Yeo, whose son sits around watching old Raider films on his iPad. But I got to go. This week's Sizzler, it's Mike in Colorado. Great call. Mike's in the Army, man. And what a story. And it, it, all about a letter and spreading his father's ashes. I mean, we talk about our fandom here all the time. We, we're always talking about what's what's your lineage? How did you get started? It always goes back to a dad or a brother or an uncle or whatever yeah, that got us yeah. in, you know. And then to turn it to turn it full circle and talk about his unfinished business and to read that letter, man. Uh, uh, Mike in Colorado. You're it, buddy. You got the sizzler. 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 All right. So, nice job, Mike. Nice job. Nice job to all the call. Mosh, we had a lot of correspondence, a big sea of fans mailbag. There were a few that we weren't able to get to just in the interest of time. And and but but keep them coming, man. I, I promise you that's our our favorite part of the show. And we will always uh, feature as many of those as possible. We just we're all I mean, uh, we're already way long uh, today. So uh, so definitely keep them coming. And, and thank you, as always. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, did I did I hit that at the wrong guess? Yeah, you were going to hit the, uh, the, the 
Rogues Gallery. I forgot. I for, I hit the wrong button. You know, <laughs> it goes it goes back to the sausages on the end of my yeah? fingers, yeah, and, yeah. and the fact that you did bring home some Reese's, and I have been munching them. <laughs> When the camera's not on me, so my bad. <laughs> we are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. All right, Raider Nation, one of our uh, our new favorites. We have a lot of new favorite everything, by the yeah, way. Just to get, yeah. if you haven't noticed, we have a lot of favorite things. Uh, one of our new favorite things is Raiders in pop culture, and uh, that is where uh, you send us different sound bites and, and whatnot, and, uh, and, and we... Let me back up. We're at the end of the show, Marsh. I'm starting to run out. Of, uh, Has the coffee kicked off? Yeah, it's off. It's, yeah, 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 I'm, no. I'm starting to uh, shut down mode. I, I'm going on Reese's over here. <laughs> <laughs> so at Raiders and Pop Culture, that's where you send us, uh, whether that be a clip or a soundbite, an appearance of the Oakland Raiders or Los Angeles Raiders uh, in pop culture. So that's in a song or on a TV show or a movie or in this case, as a stand-up comedian, Uncle Mosh. So uh, AK, uh, it was a bunch of numbers after it, like 69347 on Twitter, uh, sent us uh, John Matuzak. So uh, John Matuzak was famous for being in pop culture, appeared in many movies. Uh, well, he was also had a brief stint as a stand-up comedian, and he made an appearance on the old television show, uh, An Evening at the Improv. And now Two's passed away, and I want to—I think it was eighty-nine. Uh-huh. And so this is like I would guess eighty-seven, eighty-six-ish, okay. probably in that range. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's uh, go out and uh, hear Two's on stage opening up the show, Evening at the Improv. Ladies and gentlemen, football's loss is comedy's gain. Please welcome Mr. John Matusak! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, bud. Thank you, bud. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be here, you know. I played football for 10 years, and uh, there's a lot of similarities between football and comedy. I mean, we're, we're both trying to do the same thing. Kill him. Knock him out. Blow him away. Only in comedy, you don't take as many forearms to the head. People ask me all the time, they go, Toos, Toos, they say, uh, who are the toughest, the meanest, the strongest guys in football? Well, I figured Oak Campbell and Larry Zaka were the best runners. We got Russ Washington and Dan Deardorff are probably the best linemen. And for the partiers, we had Joe Namath and Ken Stabler were the best. <laughs> and me, I was the best looking and the most humble. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my professional uh, career as a ball player had a very interesting beginning. <laughs> Number one pick out of the University of Tampa in 1973. And of course, you know how the draft works, don't you, darling? Uh, the worst team in the league has first dibs. Well, I ended up with the Houston Oilers. Now, that's kind of like graduating cum laude from Harvard Law School and ending up a bailiff on people's court. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere, man. Well, it turned out okay, you know, because eventually I wound up with the Oakland Raiders and the rest is history. Yeah! 
All right, Raider Nation. Appreciate you joining us, as always, for another fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. You can always support Raiders Fan Radio in one of multiple ways, and that is uh, subscribe to us. That is, uh, you know, here on the YouTube channel, Mosh, subscribe to the YouTube feed. That is youtube.com slash Cave. You can find our app on the Google Play Store. Uh, if you are an Android user, download it for free. If you are an Apple user, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe and rate us there, and we appreciate the support. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Bobby Wasabi, Aaron Q Dog Raider, Just Win Johnny, Uncle Mosh, who's that guy? Uh, Ron Stratton, I uh, appreciate you guys joining us. Appreciate everybody that's been in and out of the chat all night long. We appreciate you. Go Raiders, and we will talk to you next week back here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uncle Mosh, take us out! Alright, thanks for listening tonight. For Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter journey into the dark side. Don't forget, Raider Nation, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Unloaded that clown, Souflaki Snooper. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to SpaFinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15%. Or enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.